All right, guys, Divisional Weekend is here, which means it's time for a hodgepodge show. We got Justin Freeman joining us today to talk a little DFS, some two-gamers, some four-gamers, some showdown strategy. We got Davis Maddock in the co-pilot seat with me, and then a little later, the Badge Bros swinging by because, of course, there's more fucking mittens. Who knows? Maybe we even do a big mitten. Maybe we really look in the couch cushions and fire at that. All today here on the channel. Let's do it. I suffer from a debilitating condition known is a tropic chalkitis. Peter's one of the greatest depositors I've ever seen. Trust the process. Let's go. Let's go. I got auto match with Levitan. This is bullshit. If I just go the other way in that 66, I win all the money. All the money. If I had 150 lineups, I'd win too. Process over results. Hey everyone. All right, Justin Freeman, Davis Maddock. Justin, I feel like it's been a while since we've done a show. Maybe Splash Play a while ago, or maybe did we do something at the beginning of the season? I can't remember. We've done a few things, but Splash Play was two years ago exactly today. Um, it was the divisional round of the playoffs. And matter of fact, that was one of my biggest DFS hits of all time. Uh, had a nice little runner, uh, I guess, third place bonk in the uh, in the Millie that weekend. So uh, hoping to get a little juju with you again and run it back for divisional round. Yeah, for some reason, if you guys aren't familiar with Justin Freeman, he is, of course, one of the guys behind Run the Sims. If you guys are in the Discord and seeing me post uh, the leverage charts relative to the sim rates, that is all Justin's brain child there. And have definitely loved using Run the Sims throughout the year, even if it tries to jam Cordero Patterson down our throats every single week, Justin. I mean, what can you say? The guy wins no matter what the game script looks like. That's why he always does so well. But uh, there were a few times like I was victory lapping, like maybe like weeks three through seven or something like that. He actually had a good run. But uh, yeah, no, them's the breaks. Yeah, Tyler well, I feel Algier I, kind of ruined the the the, the Cordero Patterson Sims there for a while. There's there's something that happens with wide receivers when you give them any percentage of market share of carries. I know this from talking with Andrew who did our subs at daily Roto or our Sims at daily Roto and got like, if I would like Curtis Samuel, for example, like if I mm -hmm. moved him to like 10% market share of rushes, he would go from like 0% optimal probability to like 18% optimal probability on ceiling outcomes. So there's work to be done on the Sims front, I think. <laughs> Well, it, it does just go to show how fragile some of the stuff is with the inputs. And that's why it is really fun with Run the Sims. And you'll see us doing this where it's like, you can maybe boost. Um, I was really boosting Tony Pollard on the showdown slate against the box. And it was still having a hard time getting him in there, even with like giving him a ton of Zeke stuff. And so sometimes when you push it to the extremes and then you see that a guy still is popping or still isn't, that's where I find the exercise to be the most useful. Uh, although Chris is in the chat, Dave is asking the question. We all want to know you did 109 of whatever the mitten for how many drafts are you doing of the mitten returns the final fucking mitten it returns for the final time. <laughs> uh, the empire strikes back via the mitten. No, my, my honestly, I got, I, I looked at raw dollars, how many teams I had entered. And I was like, we're like walking a pretty fine line between like actually going broke, trying to catch Kareem's two million. So I, I had to take a step back. I did over two thousand dollars of playoff drafts, and it was like 
that it's a little much. It's it's a little it's like a little much. So I, I I think I've done like twenty or twenty five or something like that. Uh, two things, Justin. Are you in to join us for this collective pack um, where we are trying to chase down Karain's two million prize? And Lord knows we're not going to do it on our own. So I think if we get enough of us in here in this pack collectively, we could make a run at the two mil. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to like get Uticao in the collective or something, <laughs> uh, I think it's yeah. it's going to take a, a large pack. But yeah, I'm happy to be part of the part of the force against Pat for sure. Um, it's not. It doesn't just... have anything to do with negging Pat. We are happy for Pat. We we like his accomplishments, but but we, it just you don't you don't want to be the poor friend. I mean, look, we all know this. You don't want to be the poor friend. And it is that it's already starting to happen. You know, Pat doesn't come around the group chats quite as much. He's here looking at you know new penthouse suites in New York, king size beds. We're gonna get left behind. Financial advisors. Yeah, I mean the list goes on. That's right. Uh, Justin, I know uh, you, we're going to do underdog stuff later with the badge rows, but I do know real quick, you have been dabbling in the FFPC playoff streets. Karain, of course, is the king of the round one ownership stuff, and you saw a vacancy in the market for round two ownership projections, and boy, did you fill that void. Yeah, where there's a power vacuum, somebody's going to swoop in and fill that. <laughs> um, and I appreciate you guys roasting my ownership projections that I was just testing out uh, on the stream yesterday. But no, um, it was it is really tough. Like it's a it's an interesting exercise. I've not personally done a lot of ownership projections in the past, and you realize just like how fragile it is. Like you know, you 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 mess up Josh Allen's projection by 5% and all of a sudden, well, that messed up every single bill. It messed up all the Eagles on the other side and, you know, you now you're too low on Hertz. And so it's like, it's it's easy to like breed it up if you're, um if you got to make everything add up to 800% across the board. So now it's fun though. Like I'm, I've got my eye on uh, that contest this week. I'm trying to figure out exactly how I want to approach it, but it feels like maybe the most exploitable DFS type of contest that exists. And so I'm tempted to play maybe a little bit over my shoes uh, this week and take some big swings at it. Okay. You're officially in the gang. Then if you're playing a yeah. little bit over your skis uh, yeah. <laughs> in an effort to chase a top heavy contest, you are, you, you get the spirit of what me and Peter are trying to do. I mean, there were like a third of the line, uh, the third of the initial contest was like fucking duped. Like it is, it's unlike anything we see in DraftKings where it's like reached like near peak efficiency for optimal play. Like it's the wild west over there on FFPC still. Well, and the longer you stretch it, the more I think people like want to consolidate around things that feel really comfortable. Like nobody yeah. really wants to let, you know, George Kittle ride for a, a three week potential period where you've got Christian McCaffrey as your other option for San Fran. You know, like people, people are going to have a hard time clicking on that and makes more sense to play more entries it's a pain in the neck to play more entries, but I, I mean, when you're talking about that type of um, ROI on it, like I think it's pretty strong. And I will say, if you uh, if you do want to dive into the round two stuff, some good resources. So go to Justin Freeman's Twitter. He did post uh, updated ownership projections that looked very, very good to me on ship chasing on Wednesday. We spent a little time on the show building a lineup and talking through a few things. And then I know Leone did an episode on Establish the Edge. And then Sean Siegel also had a really good article up on Rotoviz. So those would be my, my uh, resources I would point you in the direction of. But we're going to talk more DFS here. Um, what do you guys think? Like, what is the most interesting slate? Like, where's the money? What are you guys going to be playing this weekend? Well, all four of the 
main oh well, I guess all three. I'll be playing the four gamer, both of the two gamers, all the showdowns. Though I I I did find last week my mental capacity to do showdown properly was not nearly as good when <laughs> trying to think about late swaps and like uh, you know also just like am I live on underdog or did I just waste two thousand dollars like what like FFPC NFFC type stuff. Um, so I just did single entry in showdown, which is pretty, pretty fun. I mean, just captain the wide receiver too on the favorite team. And you're going to have like a live team for, for showdown. That's a good, good hack. But uh, I mean, the, the price pools for the four gamer seem fine. Like basically what we had for the six gamer last week. Justin, are you going to be in the mega millionaire streets? I'm seeing it right now. 568 entries, a uh, million up top classic uh, 150,000 a second. Yeah, I'm going after that one um, this week. So I'll be maxing the uh, I'll be 150 maxing the the primary four game slate on DraftKings, and I think I'm going to max both the two gamers on FanDuel. I like those two gamers on FanDuel because they're they're five dollar entries and uh, 200k up top. So at a certain point, like I don't even care how many entries it is. Like if it's a hundred thousand versus two hundred thirty-eight thousand. Like at that point, what's the difference? You, what's the difference? <laughs> you're gonna need the you're gonna need the optimal to ship it anyway. Exactly. So let's make the optimal and uh, and give it a try. And you know, seven hundred fifty bucks, not the biggest investment in the world. You're gonna get some of that back if you're diverse. But uh, uh, no, nah, I, I like that. So I'm going two gamers on Fanduel, four gamer on DraftKings. Probably not super into the showdowns because like I love. Um, I love the late swap options uh, on playing that four gamer on DraftKings. Like it's the nut spot if you're into game theory whatsoever. Like to be able to say there's three separate windows to make changes to your roster and and improve your odds to to climb up the leaderboard. And so that's where I want to try to like set my edge and and you know go after it. What it what is your process for that? I mean, it, I guess it's a little easier when you have the slow burn. But I mean, I know what it, I've even talked to Brian on lull sometimes, and he just like kind of shrugs his shoulder and says he gets lazy with late swap type stuff. I mean, with a one fifty set, are you rerunning everything? Are you just looking at the interesting lineups and hand building updates on those, or what? Yeah. So, so like I did this last week where there was a the Sunday slate was a three gamer, and so that was a good one. So there the games actually ended up overlapping a little bit, which was, which made it a little bit tough because you still had a lot of possible PMR left um, when you're making some of those decisions, uh, especially between the one o'clock and the four o'clock games. But uh, it's very different on these sequential slates versus like the Sunday main slates during the, during the rest of the year, like where there's, I mean, you're still like defending on so many different fronts uh, and have like a much more complex decision tree. This is pretty straightforward. So what I do is like classify my lineups into like super live, pretty live, and then like min cash equity. And so like, we're basically, I, I will, you know, obviously I'm going to prioritize my time accordingly, but usually like it's just fire up the CSV, try to identify that lineup that has the best combination of points and PMR left and um, just kind of go one at a time through those. Yeah. Uh, that definitely makes sense. I, uh, I do not have a process or the brain to uh, to manage that, so I will be firing probably a uh, single bullets and three max uh, entries this week. Davis, are you uh, what what contests are you looking at? I mean, I'll just be in the spy in the red zone probably yeah. for for all the slates. It's like that's like also another thing is is like I dude, I'm just tired. <laughs> 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 We've been doing so many of these slates 
it's like, what am I going to do? Like nine teams on the four gamer and be swapping all of these and being like, shit, do I, do I got to get off Devin Singletary for James Cook here? Is this thin enough? I have to go to Tyler Boyd. It's like, yeah, I, I would prefer to focus on like, if I could get like six teams that I could like actually think about for the weekend, that, that seems like good to me. So Justin, one thing I struggle with, like I love playing showdown. I, I feel like I have a process. I know what I want to do with that. I highly leverage the Sims uh, when I'm building those lineups. And I feel like I have a decent grasp on how to play the main slates. I know kind of my target, you know, ceiling versus ownership. Like I have that down. These short slates, basically anywhere between the two to four gamers, um, two gamers specifically, they are very hard for me. For some reason, I can't wrap my, bra my brain around it. Can you give me like a little macro thought on how you're porting over maybe showdown level strategy, classic main slate to build really good two, three gamer, four gamer lineups? Yeah. So in a four gamer, I'm thinking about building very similarly to the way I build for a larger slate in the sense that like the roster's got to make sense. Like I don't have to go like extremely far off the board like maybe i dig into like the noah grays of the world or something but more than likely Davis peaks like... up when you say that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Noah gray no gray like... is like my nut play on the four gamer yeah <laughs> there you go so but i mean ultimately you can still keep a tight player pool you know triple stack your quarterback like make the lineup make sense like you can obviously overstack a lot on those the two gamers really are weird because you're you're trying to like break conventional rules because you really do need to land on very close to the um, the perfect optimal. Um, so you're going to have to say like, yeah, it's okay for quarterback to be going against his own defense or something, or it's okay to go Pacheco plus McKinnon in the same lineup, or it's okay to like, and, and so you're getting at a point where it's like your best lineups uh, are approaching like true randomness. And so then you're just, hoping that you get lucky on the right, you know, in a very small sample size. So it's, it's just like showdown in that regard, like where you're the best lineup as far as EV that you can play is a super unlikely lineup to actually hit. And so you're hoping that, you know, over a long enough sample, you'll come out on the good side, but know that you're, you're probably going to lose, but I feel much more comfortable that like I could actually maybe swing a profit uh, on this four game slate regardless of sort of how things play out like that's possible two game slate it's like ricky bobby if you're not first you're last yeah i, I think a, a good a good rule of thumb is to build lineups that violate base settings that come with an optimizer so like mm -hmm. play a defense against your quarterback that that's a pretty easy one and we've already actually we've already seen that thing happen on a short slate this year with that colts vikings comeback where the colts defense was in the optimal and mm -hmm. a a uh, Kirk Cousins, I believe, quadruple stack. I think Jefferson, Thielen, Osborne, and Hawkinson were all in the optimal on that slate. And then also, um, because when you have a running quarterback, that changes that changes the complexity a little bit too, where you could like stack the other game, but then put Jalen Hurts in there and hope that Jalen Hurts runs for three touchdowns, you know, just stuff like that. Justin, do you on like a two gamer? And I actually do think I should, we should rather talk about the four gamer just because it's a little more interesting and there are big prize pools for it. But on the two gamer, are you more likely to uh, overstack a single game, just like load up on it, or maybe onslaught two teams um, and just play it from that? Or is it just completely variable based on? slate dynamics for you yeah so like if i'm gonna play 150 lineups like i i do want some combinations of all of those different types of possibilities um 
I think the the pure single game stack onslaught from two teams, like where seven of your nine roster spots are coming from one particular game, and maybe even within that seven, you've got like five versus two or something like that, where it's a bit unbalanced in favor of your quarterback side of that equation. I like I like the way that adds up where um, you know, you just need one game to just significantly outperform and you're just the rising tide's gonna lift so many boats comparatively. Um, and it's obviously just like you, you need one shootout and now all of a sudden you've elevated this entire portfolio of lineups. Uh, but people obviously it's 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 just kind of a constant meta game, right, where people are uh, adjusting to that type of information and then making onslaught type lineups. And then maybe the the flip side of that is, you know, if you're instead of running five two from uh, one particular game, go five from the from the game that you like and then. Um, like a two or a three from the you know, primary offense on the second game. So there's a lot of different ways to go. Like I, but I do think like the most straightforward way, especially if you're running like three lineups or something like that, just take seven guys from one game. I like the five two. just, it'll feel wrong. Cause it's like, there's no way that, uh, you know, Jared McKinnon gets there and Hardman, uh, I mean, and Smith Schuster gets there and Kelsey gets there. And it's like, well, the floor for like what a qualifying score is in this lineup is so high. And then also for two gamers, like same showdown rules apply, which is don't be afraid to leave some salary on the table just to get rid of the dupes. Yeah. And I think, you know, this has been a dynamic that's played out in all of these playoff contests, the playoff best ball stuff too, specifically the Jags and the Giants wide receivers. Like we've seen so many of those pieces pop up for big games, have ceiling games. And yet the field specifically because of pricing dynamics is going to get funneled to some of these. Like I, I did run the, uh, the blended optimals here, take a drink, blended optimal, uh, you know, seeing Richie James and Zay Jones pop up in a ton of these, like right off the rip, you know, getting to guys like Christian Kirk, um, getting to guys like Hodgins or Slayton seems like a good way to differentiate yourself. Yeah. Slayton, Slayton seems like the, uh, the not too hot, not too cold, just right type guy where it's like, Richie James is the guy you click in if you're a sort by points per dollar, bro. Hodgins is the guy you play if you're a game theory, like I'm going to play what other people aren't playing, bro. And then Slayton is the, the, like, you know, if we're, if we're doing uh Jedi bell curve meme, it's like, he's the, he's the 160 IQ one for the giants. Any thoughts, Justin, when you see these, these optimals of something to exploit chalk, you're willing to eat. I assume you're going to have a little bit of all these elite quarterbacks with the monster ceilings. Yeah. And this is just the two gamer you've got up here, right, Pete? Uh, no, this oh, is the four gamer. Okay. This cool, is cool, the four cool. gamer. Yep. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no, I, I keep getting spit out a lot of McCaffrey, a lot of Saquon for many of the same reasons that uh, Davis kind of alluded to in his Curtis Samuel example about like you give a guy just a little bit of uh, receiving load to go along with that rushing load. And all of a sudden uh, there's a lot of paths to them popping. So Saquon, I mean, they're obviously two very expensive players and like I, I'm not that afraid to play them both in the same lineup. Um, I'm pretty excited about both of those guys, actually, um, as like I love the idea of a two running back build in many of those. So just go ahead and rock and roll with those two and be like the receiver pricing is just simply not going to matter. Like you're going to need the four roughly highest scoring receivers in a you know, or a tight end to go along with that. So, um, I mean, like I think a, a nut optimal lineup probably – uh, is, is going to spend like less than 49 K. Yeah. 
Do you think Davis people will get to the two expensive quarterbacks together a lot, or most people would just be choosing one? Uh, my guess is the base roster construction is going to be Hertz and one of his wide receivers with one of these Giants punts, McCaffrey or Barkley, throw, pin, pin the tail on a Chief, a Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver, and that's kind of the that's kind of the basis. Actually, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at these Sims being like, well, I'm just going to build cheap stuff because it looks like <laughs> the, well, it's like one, that's my natural inclination anyway. But if the, uh, the bro, the Jaguars defense isn't even good. Like if, if the, if the, the optimal bros are not going to be playing uh, the chiefs, <laughs> like let me, let me and my 60 IQ brethren get there with our Mahomes, you know, triple stacks. Yeah. And for those of you guys who aren't familiar with this, so I'm over on run the Sims. I love the, uh, DIY simulator. You can run it for all the different slates, uh, even FanDuel, a site that is perpetually borked, but you can uh, run it for the showdown ones. You can run it um, for the two game or the four gamer and gives you a really good idea here of what the optimal rate is. And then I also like to then kind of compare um, to aggregated ownership projections. So I can just pull up here for the four gamer. You know, you can see with the really aggressive sim result on Barkley, he's popping as the biggest difference relative to ownership. Although things look pretty efficient after that, seeing some Tyler Boyd, there's Devonta Smith, Juju Higgins, Big Cock Brock, Kadarius Tony. Any other leverage plays you like here, Justin, based on the sims and aggregated ownership? Yeah, I was noticing like uh, not a ton of leverage at quarterback position. Purdy actually checks in as a, a little bit of a value there. I, I wonder if that ownership might actually bump up a little bit closer to game time with a little recency bias under his belt. Um, I like Kelsey a ton this week. Like Kelsey, 7,700, price don't matter on a short slate. Um, the bar for clearing for tight end, he's just, you know, he doesn't even have to go nuts for like 27 just be the highest scoring guy. Um, and like, I mean, I am very salary agnostic on a slate like this. Like just don't care that he's, you know, $3,400 more than Evan Ingram. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, to, to me, he's like a smash play. The fact that he's coming in under own, like that's a good reason for me to, to fire him up and, and to really get the Mahomes stacks going, even though like I show Mahomes is slightly over uh, owned, like, I've said this in the past, like quarterback ownership is not something I'm trying to make decisions based off of. If you show me that there's two or three pass catchers, matter of fact, the, the two best pass catchers in terms of leverage on my stuff right now are Juju and Kelsey. So like boom, yeah. double stack right there. I mean, but what if you give Noah Gray like an 8% target share? How high does his <laughs> leverage go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We could go and see the base, uh, the rate Davis fiddling with the Sims to get Noah Gray across hundred percent of his lineups. Um, is there you you mentioned Justin like throwing you know salary stuff out the window like I had pulled up some of the the ceiling and the ownership do you have like when you're 150 maxing are you capping accumulative ownership like how are you making sure you're leveraged enough to get to the top yeah I'm still trying to fill out uh what I think is a proper number for this four game slate I keep kind of uh raising and lowering that I've got it right around um 150% total ownership for this slate right now. I may, I may allow a few more uh, chalkier lineups in. Um, obviously it's a little tougher to do the like product ownership limitations or filters on uh, most optimizers, but um, 
Yeah, no, I, I'm cool with with hanging it in that range. And usually what that does sort of by necessity is it forces in some guy that you wouldn't ordinarily play into a lineup. Like you might get a T.Y. Hilton in there. You might get a, um, you know, a Zay Jones or somebody like that that most people uh, tend to not click on. And like you want just enough sprinklings of those guys to uh, give you a chance if, if they're the guy you need. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um what do you did any of these other plays, Davis, seem like obvious fades for the some of the chalk guys in these optimals? I mean, yeah. Uh you go you go T over Chase. That's easy. You're get you're picking up like so much leverage doing that. You go, uh uh, this is actually like this is you actually like a little bit of an edge here is I Jamal Agnew is legit questionable. And if he doesn't play, Marvin Jones' snap share is going to go from like 50, 55% to like 70, 75%. And we're talking about a guy who's like going to be 3% owned in a four-game slate. That's pretty low. Uh, and then honestly, to me, any tight end, out, out, like the, the, the $3,000 tight ends, all of them, you know, Bellinger, Hurst, like whoever, those guys all just seem like really good. Like, this is like the worst year ever for tight end scoring. And, um, you know, Pete, I, I haven't had any dreams about Dalton Schultz the way that I did oh, last okay. week. So I don't, I don't know if he's nearly as optimal as he was last week. Well, that I think the, on the tight end thing, it's a good point too. And about maybe Kelsey being under owned, which is so funny because we had this whole season of Travis Kelsey giant gap, the rest of the tight ends. And then these past couple weeks, we've seen these other tight ends really surge and produce to where now the field is much more comfortable being like, why would I pay up for Kelsey when I can play Kittle? I can play Schultz. I can play Ingram. Dawson Knox yep. has been scoring. It feels like the field is talking themselves into this being flatter than it probably really is. Exactly. Yeah. Like take, take the guy who's just an absolute alpha at the position. I think it's great to tight end week two though. Like, so don't let, don't let the fact you want to play Kelsey keep you from playing Dawson Knox or Hayden Hurst or whoever. Um, what do you guys think about the fact that the Giants and Eagles are playing each other for the third time? Like, does that does that like factor into your decision at all in terms of you're, like you're talking you're talking to the wrong two bros, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't well, care less. To to Justin's point though, like the first two games were so you know you had the Eagles route that was the Miles Sanders game, 144 rush yards, two TDs, and then you had the Davis Webb game. Um, as well and hurts maybe not 100% healthy it's like it feels like we haven't seen the version of these two teams both playing at their best fully healthy which is obviously what we're going to get this weekend yeah and i just yeah. wonder like whether they've all showed so much tape that that both teams have responded and it could just like underwhelm in some ways like that's a concern like i think we saw that with the ravens and the bengal's last week like that the bengal's should have killed the ravens like it should have been a bloodbath like you know you know, per the metrics and everything, but you know, it's their third time playing each other. The Ravens like put a relative lid on the Bengals offense. Yeah. Yeah. Who would, if you do, uh, it is interesting. You mentioned like the two tight end thing and we saw this dynamic play out throughout the season too. Like even when you're looking at ceiling projections, like Evan Ingram ceiling projection of 24, 4,300 salary. And then you go look at Zay Jones, 4,700 salary 20 ceiling projection and uh comparable ownership so like even getting a different teammate with a higher ceiling and the double tight end will make you more unique just in general i do like kind of that lean 
Yeah, I mean, I see. I mean, I would be looking for reasons to play two tight ends because a that's just a really easy way to get different. Nobody likes playing two tight ends. Um, it's a good build. I mean, the 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 Jags offense has been a lot of fun for like the last two months. Like, I, I've really enjoyed watching those guys play, and like we've been high on Zay like every single week, and um, to the point where. I just don't understand why people keep clicking on Christian Kirk over Zay Jones. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. The usage is very similar. Um, I guess it's just the touchdown upside. It's yeah. because people remember Zay Jones being like a practice squad level wide receiver for the first five years of his career. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Maybe so. I still have a hard time clicking on Zay Jones. Cause I rem- like, I remember this dude being like the bills ninth string wide receiver. Well, this is the beauty of Run the Sims here. If you can say, hey, uh, Justin Freeman's been watching too many Josh Norris videos and is way too high on this Zay Jones character, then you can just come in here and say, no, this is more of a 12% market share. I'm giving that 10 to Christian Kirk here. And uh, and then this is this is how you bully Christian Kirk into the Sims because then you just rerun it and we can vault uh, Christian Kirk up here with a 36% target share as the Bada top bang. optimal guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Easy game. Easy game. Exactly. So if you want to hop on, run the Sims and bully uh, the Sims, you can do that. But again, like obviously I took 10% of market share, which is a very big amount, but you can quickly see how fragile this stuff is and thinking about ranges of outcomes. And I kind of agree with you on Zay, except it does seem like the ownership is going to reflect that in a way this week. Yeah, he's definitely creeping up there a little bit, much more than he has. Matter of fact, he'll be, uh, I'm showing slightly more owned than Kirk this week, despite being, uh, thir- because he's $1,300 less, more than likely. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Like, I mean, just think about all the different places where leverage exists. Like, you know, Davis, you mentioned this, receiver teammates, such an easy way to just go somewhere slightly different. Tell yourself the same story, other than, except for instead of, um, you know, instead of Jamar, it's T or instead of Jamar, it's Tyler Boyd or instead of Christian Kirk, it's Zay Jones or instead of Juju, it's MVS or, or whatever. Um, yeah. 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 Um, man, Justin really asking us to get our hands in the dirt here. How much does Zay get used out of the slot? Chiefs getting killed by the slot against their safeties and linebackers. You're, I mean, Freeman's going to have to take this one because Lord knows Davis and I aren't fucking helping you out with this. Oh, the, boy, yeah. I, I, the Chiefs defense, they're just bad against everyone. Like if you're, if you have a good player on your offense, they're going to do good against the Chiefs because the Chiefs, they, they're, they're, they're built the same way those old Manning's Colts teams used to be. All their money on defense is dedicated to their edge rushers and they don't spend money or picks on anyone else because they're going to be winning every game by 10 points a half. Yeah, Christian Kirk's your slot man. 75% slot rate, uh, slot rate, 33% for Zay Jones. Not the guy you need in the slot. All right, there we go. Uh, you guys want to build a sh- total shipper here for the uh, the Millie? We can yes. get... We'll, we'll, we, we I, can I'm now, I'm now more than two. I'm now more than two million dollars behind Karain after a disastrous <laughs> wild card round. So we need the shipper, dude. We got to keep firing. We have to keep firing here, Justin. I will. Yeah. So we're gonna build this one to climb to the top. Please don't dupe us. Uh, yada yada. Justin, what do you want to start out with here? You can uh, get us a stack. Uh, your fa- I know you love Barkley McCaffrey. If you want to roll that out, what do you want to do? Yeah, we're going to start with Barkley in this lineup and okay. uh, go ahead and allocate some salary. It'll make us uh, tighten the purse strings at a different position. Um, but yeah, a guy who, like, even if he has a median type of game, uh, could still very well be a... What if uh, I told you McCaffrey's the way better play? Do you, do you disagree? No. I mean... Okay. 
You no. you think the ownership discount is is going to be big though? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's a much easier click on on McCaffrey for sure. Okay. Are you Justin? Are, how do you think about Bar? Are you willing to use him as a one off? Are you willing to use him with Daniel Jones? Are you willing to use him as a bring back and hurt stuff? Like, how are you thinking about him in the larger context of the lineup? Yeah, I've got a lot of rules built out right now and uh, currently allowing uh, Daniel Jones and Saquon in the same lineup. In fact, kind of encouraging it to a certain degree. Um, but I also want in this Daniel Jones script to have at least two receivers in there too. So we're just going full Danny Dimes beast mode and everybody gets fed. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Davis, what do you want to do uh, next with Barkley RDN? No, great. it's not a bit i will be playing noah gray will be at least one percent owned in the four day spy because he's going to be on my team what's Uh, his what's his ceiling davis like what's what's the ceiling game for noah gray 12 points well and you think that's good enough 10 points this season if he if if multiple if multiple expensive players right so like if you if mahomes gets 30 and let's say chase and aj brown both go for 25 plus. So you just eat need... all the chalk and then take in Noah Gray. Or or Devonta Smith or or CMC. Like like I'm saying like you have three guys above seven thousand DraftKings dollars all get like mega nuke. You will need maybe it won't be Noah Gray. Maybe it'll be Ballinger. Maybe it'll be some other, you know, Marvin Jones Jr. But you will need someone of that ilk. Okay. Um, man, this, this lineup off to a roaring start. This is, this is how we win the, win the mill Barkley, Noah gray. Um, all right. What am I going to do? I do want to, let's do the Christian Kirk. You know, we've talked a lot about Kirk. I got him into being the top optimal by giving him a 30% target share. Uh, let's talk, uh, Christian Kirk in here back to you, Justin. All right. Um, we are looking for some, let's see here. I'm trying to make a correlation. Um, all right, so we're going Barkley. So maybe we're not going to go McCaffrey here. Maybe we go with <clears throat> I'm debating going Cowboys D here as a as a bit of a leverage option at, at I, I I love that. I I, un- I unironically love that. So this everyone's playing hot potato with the quarterback, but I know Davis is going to come here guns a blazing giving us our QB. It's time. Yeah, we're going we're going we're going Patty. All right, so that gives us our lineup so far. Mahomes to Noah Gray, Barkley, Christian Kirk, and Cowboys D. Uh, this truly is a hodgepodge lineup for a hodgepodge show. Um, if we're doing Mahomes and we're doing Gray, I don't think we want to do Kelsey and Gray together, so let's do Juju in here. I was just about to recommend Kelsey and Gray in the same lineup Okay, here. we still can. But because, I mean, like... That's, that's deep in the combos. Yeah, now you've done okay. something really unusual. <laughs> well, if you're thinking about it, Kelsey's your tight end, and you're playing Gray as like your punt wide receiver, essentially, is yeah. what you're doing. So I, I, I'm down. I, I'd much rather play Kelsey than Juju now that I think about it. So let's let it rip. Okay. Um, so we got what almost 5k per player. Um, let's see, our good buddy Jared McKinnon coming in at 6k. Let's go, McKinnon. Okay. This is, and this is getting towards your thing where you were talking about you like the five twos uh, mm-hmm. for for these. Uh, although this is the four game or not this the two the four gamer, gamer, but still. So maybe you don't have to get quite as crazy, but Noah Gray kind of backed us in a corner here. 
<laughs> um, all right, Davis, we got two spots, 4,400 here. We're either going to need another punt for mid-range or go like two G value guys. G, G, G Davis, easy, 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 easy click for me. Yeah, 4,800, way too cheap uh, there. That leaves us with 4,100 oh, here. Sitting there beautifully. Who do you want? Darius, what do you think? I mean, <laughs> I mean, his usage has been pretty piss poor lately, right? But 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 targets per route all star, bro. Targets <laughs> yeah. targets per targets per route run. No one I would probably have set a rule of like max one Tony Gray and optimizer though, right? Like uh, <laughs> that's the kind of rule when you're reviewing your if life. You, if you had, if, and you need a gray Tony <laughs> Freeman. <laughs> Freeman, if you had to guess, where do you think Noah Gray ranks in terms of receptions on the Kansas City Chiefs? I'm gonna guess he has uh 39 receptions, which is good enough for third, fourth. Nice. He's, no, he's 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 uh fifth. Fifth, okay. I figured you were asking because uh, because he grades out well. He he they, just the, the thesis by Noah Gray is the dude just plays a ton. He plays sixty percent of their offensive snaps, and like that, you know, if the Chiefs score if the Chiefs score thirty five here, you've you've played worse. What about Marvin um, Jones to round that out there? Yeah, all of these guys are jumbled up with the same ceiling projection range. Tyler, Boyd we could do the best. We could yeah, do Marvin Jones Bellinger if if people if people really hate the if people really hate the, no. the Noah Gray play that much. No, we the fact that I hate it so much means it's probably good, Davis. Uh, I I like the double bring back if we're just loading up. I mean, if there's a game where Noah Gray scoring two touchdowns, Lord knows Marvin Jones is scoring one too. Amen. Uh, there it is. This feels like just. A stone cold shipper right here. Yes, yeah, the ship, the shipper, baby. <laughs> would you set a men one K uh one Cincinnati receiver rule? Like, I mean, would that be a thing? Like you gotta have at least Boyd or Higgins or Chase. Well, um, like I I mean, so I wouldn't do that if I was playing 150 lineups. I don't think I'd do that, but I would do that maybe on a subset of 50 of them. Yeah. Um or or uh if Allen if Allen or if cook something like that, then men one of those, of those three guys, maybe even include Hurst in there. Justin, do you have any, uh, have you gotten to look at all at the showdown slates, anything intriguing you here? Will you be mainly focusing on two and four gamer? Yeah, I doubt I touch them. Uh, honestly, uh, I, I've been playing less showdown this year, trying to trying to find some concrete edges. It was really tough to like solidify and uh, identify your your edges and where they are and to what extent you have one. So uh, now I've been playing a little bit lighter towards the second half of the season. Yeah, I can pull up here real quick the Sims for the two gamer on Saturday if people are looking at that one. So definitely some familiar faces there. Barkley, Kelsey rises a bit more to a 53% optimal rate. You see Zay, Juju, uh, Eagles defense really starting to pop, which is, is interesting there against the Barkley. Uh, using those two together uh, could be interesting. Anything else jump out here? Do you guys have Eagles running back takes? I mean, we, we just did this whole thing on four NFL games and didn't say the names Miles Sanders or Joe Mixon, which probably probably indicates – like Mixon in particular seems like gnarly leverage because we know he's got that insane ceiling. I, I think a, a lot of, I mean, I, I think this way, like I think 
Bengals Bills is basically a coin flip. Like I could see either team winning that game. I could see the Bengals. I mean, I could also see the Bengals like getting laughed out of the building, like losing by 20 as well. But I mean, Mixon at, I mean, what do we think he's going to be owned? Like maybe 18, 19, 20%, like kind of that range. Mm-hmm. But, but he could, he could outscore bar. I mean, I bet doesn't he have more fantasy points this year than Barkley? Like it's really would not be surprising at all to see him be in the optimal. I don't think. Um, the chat is on fire for the fun party fact of the week, which is Boston Scott has 10 career touchdowns <laughs> against the Giants and always scores against the Giants. Uh, are we buying into the Boston Scott astrology this week? These these absolute airheads dude they're like you can't play you can't play noah gray you can't play a guy who plays 60 percent of his snaps with with patrick Mahomes. but you know what we need the eagles third string running <laughs> yeah God. it's like okay guys that's why all of us don't have two million dollars like i don't have two million dollars but guess what you guys don't either because of the boston <laughs> scott astrology <laughs> I mean, let's see, Justin. Let's see what kind of uh, market share you're giving him. You're giving him a, a decent chunk. 15% rushing market share, uh, only 1.5% receiving market share. And you are giving him a higher market share of touchdowns than Gainwell. Basically, what this is saying is he is live to fall in the end zone and keep his giant streak alive. No shot does this dude have 15% market share of the Philadelphia Eagles carries. <laughs> I mean... What, what is the deal with this backfield? Because I think it's so funny because historically the Eagles always had the committee, the Jordan Howards, the Boston Scots. This year we see Miles Sanders finally take over. And yet now the Boston Scott astrology bros have basically strong-armed Justin into making this market share 15%. You got to keep the astrology bros at arm's length. But I mean, like Boston Scott last two weeks, 13%, 26%. I mean, I know like uh, week 17 didn't really matter. They were playing without Jalen Hurts and everything. But 26% last week, like in a game that they had to win to get to the playoffs, like that's not nothing. Yeah, but the the Giants like literally could not move the ball on offense for, for a huge chunk of that game. What's that got to do with Boston Scott getting 26? But also, additionally, 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 Miles Sanders' knee was in a brace for that game. He was probably still up. is. It's not the, the official official Elliot Shore Parks tweeted on Wednesday. He's, the brace is gone. Oh, there you go. Um, I will also say I would love to preside over a Davis Maddock versus Justin Freeman mayoral bet involving Boston Scott and Noah Gray. You guys uh, care to set some terms? Well, here, let me look at what I have projected. I, I might have I'm I might have Boston Scott projected for more points. Yeah, I kind of hope you do, David. I'd be worried about your Noah Gray projection if it was coming in much higher. Let me see what the blended has it at. 4.1 for Scott versus 3.4 for Gray. So, I oh, mean, dude. Right. so the blended ceiling has them both at seven points. I mean, this is a fair bet, guys. It's time to get it in. I've got I've got Noah Gray 3.9. And I've got Boston Scott. Imagine pounding the table for a guy with a projection of three point nine. Just I, I only have two. Over. I only have two point four for Boston Scott, but I I also have Jalen Hurts with a thirty six percent market share of rush, and I I bet you have lower. Yeah, it's, I mean that's reasonable for sure. It's kind of hard to know what to expect after the shoulder and everything. I, I just am saying. I just am saying. Like this is a playoff game. No more. Yeah. No more screwing around. It's time. It's time to go. This is, this is what they meant by getting a full 3.9. Uh, this is the no gray Boston Scott projection there. All right, fine. If you guys, maybe you guys want to settle this behind closed doors. I don't know. Yeah. Something 
I haven't seen an Avi bet on Twitter in a while. Do people still do that? You got to change your <laughs> ben, Avi. Ben, ben, ben Solak, Ben Solak, and Stephen Ruiz from the Ringer do them all the time. On, I mean, they're just those guys just volley back and forth takes about Justin Herbert. I feel like Justin Herbert is going to keep those two guys employed for their entire lives. But they, 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 those are the only people I've seen do them. If it was a headshot with no jersey numbers, is there any chance anybody would recognize a Noah Gray Avi or a Boston Scott Avi? No chance. No, no chance. chance. I have uh, ulterior motives because I'm just trying to get, you know, Davis to ditch the photo of me as his Avi. Here's the thing. The Here's line. the thing. I'm afraid to do I'm afraid to do anything to my Twitter profile because the rules on what Elon is doing for the verification change like every day. So I'm worried if I start changing stuff around, because when you click on my thing, it says I have the legacy verification, not the Twitter blue verification. But I'm worried if I start changing stuff around that they'll take away my legacy verification. Dude, there is nothing better that I can imagine of you having golden handcuffs with my profile picture <laughs> in fear of Elon shadow banning your account. If you get rid of me as your PFP, that's too perfect. I mean, I, I, I unironically believe my account is like semi shadow banned. I, I like actually believe that because some of the tweets I do that should, should have way more, do way more numbers. Don't, um, I have to really finesse the algorithm to get in there. You have to really say some crazy shit to get some replies in your benches. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I got to do like dynasty fantasy football takes to really get in the algorithm. It's, it's horrible, man. Oh my God. You just made me realize we are not far away from dynasty fantasy football just taking over Twitter with these. You got, you got takes. like, buddy, you got like a month. You got like a I'm month. I'm still dying at the one from the weekend where the guy was like, Brock Purdy's already a better quarterback than Justin Fields, and then use the clip of Brock Purdy throwing a hospital ball to Jawan Jennings as his evidence, and I'm like, oh boy, buckle up for a long season. <laughs> Pete, what's more refreshing for you, in-season or out-of-season content? Um, I I mean, I love the fucking summer. I love best ball yeah. drafting. Best, best ball summer, dude. Is there's you're it's not you're no one's wrong yet. No one's wrong yet. That's a good point. Yeah. And your, your best yeah. friend hasn't won $2 million yet either. Yeah, it's back then when you're the one who could win $2 million, not your friend who watches your video to help him win $2 million, drafting fucking nine uh, Dolphins and Patriots. But we're, we're not better at all. No, we're, we're happy for him. Uh, Justin, appreciate you swinging by today. Got all kinds of stuff going on over at Run the Sims. Um, we do have the promo code Pete down in the description. If you guys want to give it a test drive, you guys do weekly passes. Very good time to get it, especially for these big conference championship and Super Bowl showdown slates. Anything else I'm forgetting over at Run the Sims, Justin? Yeah, uh, one of my favorite tools that you can utilize, especially for um, these playoff games where the second half contests are a little bit mm. larger, is like go in and make some second half showdown Sims because – uh, that's been a really lucrative thing over the past uh, past you know, 12 months or so. Uh, I had a really good Super Bowl last year by basically just reacting to what you're seeing on the screen and you know basically creating your own market shares mentally uh, and putting those in the system. You know, if it's if it's the Chiefs in and all of a sudden like you see it's the it's the McKinnon game, like the Pacheco's just not even on the field. Like go ahead yeah. and adopt those target shares and market shares in there. Um, and then hit run the Sims, get the best lineups, toss them in the contest, rock and roll, print catch. So is your, are you updating like 
for the halftime ones, are you updating like the points scored to just like the implied live line, basically? Exactly. Yeah, basically cutting them in half and then reacting to that live, um, the live markets there, and then cutting the pace down to roughly half. You know, maybe fudging it up for the team that's trailing, and you know, decreasing the run rate for that team and increasing it for the other team. You know, just depending on how lopsided or or even keel it is, but yeah, no, there's there, and you really realize like how fragile a lot of the projections are too, like because you know, it, over a game that has like roughly 65 offensive plays per team, like you're gonna, you know, things somewhat stabilize, like, but in a, you know, you cut that sample size down in half, and like really all hell breaks loose. Uh, Eric is trying to take food away from your family. He wants to know, are there any free trials for Run the Sims? We got a freeloader here, Justin. Uh, no, no, no free trials right now. I got to pay the piper, but, uh, if, if we do, we'll keep you posted. There you go. Now it, it's, uh, it's definitely worth it. If you're going to play any kind of volume, uh, here down the stretch, get your feet wet, Justin, good luck. Keep up your, uh, divisional round heater. And, uh, we will talk to you soon, my man. See you guys. Peace. All right. We are going to bring in, uh, one of the badge bros. Where are the rest of your badge bros here? Uh, John, uh, that's a great question. Um, Nez is big time in us in Hollywood still on his time. Um, oh yeah. Davis, did coming. you see Nez they're hanging coming. out with Tyler, the creator? No, that's so sick though. Yeah. I'd never wow. heard of him. He, Nez's, uh, wife an old is man? a more successful influencer and content creator than all of us will ever be combined. So that's, uh, <laughs> we're chasing her and Corrine right now is what we're, we're all doing. <laughs> I'm sick, dude. Like, what's the point? <laughs> Yo, I, I gotta, I gotta find, I gotta find a new job, dude. I gotta go be a pencil pusher somewhere, man. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting sick of it. Davis, uh, is that a girl skateboard hat? Mm-hmm. Actually, nice. it's a girl skateboard Malbon Golf. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 collaboration type thing. I was like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a huge sucker for collabs. You got to do it. Uh, here, here's the, here's uh, the new me with uh, Tyler, the creator, uh, there the other night. Um, just, you know, just living the, the good life out there. What, what, are, what are they actually doing? Is it some kind of influencer event? Yeah. Uh, you people on Netflix, the show premiere. Yeah. I don't know. Or movie premiere. His buddy, his buddy Taco is in it. So I assume he probably has a little mm-hmm. guest bit as well. Yeah. Gotcha. Nez will tell you guys when he comes, he, he'll be here. He just said 10 minutes or something like that. But I think Taco was sitting in front of him and just texting through the whole movie. Something wow. Like that. Disrespect. Yeah. He's a busy, busy guy, bro. What do you think? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Dave, These Dave people don't quickly... have time to enjoy anything. That's true. Davis, Davis quickly sympathizes with anyone who would multitask like that during a movie. That just directly <laughs> relates to you, Davis. That's what do we I mean we'll do. Come on. Time, time is the most valuable resource. You can't just be doing one thing at once. Um, all right, badge bros. Are you guys, I know you guys focused a lot on the battle Royales early in the week. Are, are you guys exhausted by the avalanche of mittens? Just the never ending mittens. Are you firing at all these? Or are you waving the white flag? I no, I, uh, I took the biggest of L's in, uh, the round one <laughs> with the, uh, with the, with the Justin Jefferson Viking stance. So, uh, <laughs> we came out very poor. We advanced four teams, um, out of the mini that we did. So I, I haven't even dipped. I dipped my toes into one and I got sniped. It was literally, I was just, I had ended with, I think Minshew. And I'm just like, this is stupid. I'm done. I'm going to the BR. <laughs> wow, so I've fine. just been focusing BR, focusing BR. Yeah. I can't. What about you, John? 
Uh, I, I have mitten fatigue. Actually, I got a pretty cool story though. Like this literally happened to me like 10 <laughs> seconds ago. I literally just went to grab like lunch and I grabbed a couple of adult sodas at the liquor store there while I was leaving. And uh, the kid at the counter, I was drafting a, a BR team at the time. And the kid at the counter is like, yo, you're on the clock. And I'm like, oh yeah, thanks, man. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm a sucker for those mittens too. <laughs> like just a, like a random kid. I was like, I was like, no chance, wow. dude. And I was like, I was like, yo, I do a little bit of content around it. I was like, have you ever heard of the Badge Bros? He's like, nope. He's like, have you ever heard of Pete Overzet? He's like, nope. Ever heard of Davis Maddox? Nope. He's like, have you heard of Jack Settlement? I was like, oh man, yes, yes. No, that's, that's what he hit you with? The Jack <laughs> yeah. Settlement? Dude, straight up. No, straight dude. Up. This, no, this happened, dude. This I can't, happened I can't. five <laughs> minutes ago. Uh, on my life. <laughs> on my life. Oh, man. This happened this five is, minutes this, ago. He told this me This is how Jack wins. Yeah. He gets these, these young Snapchatters on to fire one, like, mm-hmm. five leg parlay and then they say, i've never i've i've never gotten um <laughs> like a like a viral like you know when you go to your snapchat page i mean pete probably not because you're 100 but i've never gotten like on the thing i've never gotten pete's or uh jack's thing snapback whatever like it's oh, never really? shown up on my for oh, you yeah. page on snapchat I, that's honestly that's how i like found most of like like i got into this like years ago was following jack on snapchat that was like has that's anyone hilarious. actually ever verified he has a million followers because he just tells us this and none of us are young enough to even be on that app like i'm not even convinced i can he does. i, he can might get, just I mean, yeah I, can, I think he has yeah yeah he has <laughs> yeah. well he has like snapback well he has snapback sports by jack he has jack settlement he has snapback bets he has another thing like he, he has like he's like youtube they're all where we have all these different channels and then now they all pop up on mine so just relax well Man, I am glad that you had that interaction, John, and not me. I, I don't know if I would have been able to handle it. I mean, between Corain winning two mil and Jack, you know, influencing people to do mittens, that might have just been it for me. Might have been just time for the showers. Yeah. Um. So, sorry, John. What were what were you saying about the mittens? Because I remember last time we talked, you were just like jamming five fives uh, in there. But I feel like with the divisional round ones mm-hmm. like that's really hard to pull off you're just there's such a talent gap if you are like just hell-bent on getting five chiefs and five eagles or whatever yeah i've shifted more to like three and four team builds for sure but i've also done like a lot of little mix in like one-offs but i i i'm i'm quite fond of mini game stacks and just admitting that some of them will be dead i'm kind of fine with it like this week like just throwing like a Tony Pollard in there with some of the early uh, San Fran pieces and just being yeah, just, like just accept, back you just accept and, that yeah. 50% of your teams are dead. Like regardless of what you do. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've really opened up to that mindset in the returns versus like the, the OG contests. Yeah. I've been doing the same thing. Um, partly cause it's just like, I can't stomach taking fucking Ray Ray McLeod, like over, <laughs> yeah. you know, a guy that has an actual ceiling. And so mm-hmm. I've been doing that a lot too. Even, even guys like Marvin Jones. And I guess you could push back that Marvin Jones is Ray Ray McLeod, but at least some guys that I think have a single game ceiling and playing it as a game stack just to advance. Dude, I've been doing Ray that. Ray McLeod had a 70 yard touchdown like three weeks ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not old enough to remember that. No, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do the opposite of, you guys i'm trying to just jam five fives now like i just want to have i just want to be rolling up to the super bowl wherever i'm watching it at on that sunday and click on my stupid app and at least have like three times three teams in these dumb contests that are live to win me some money 
Davis, we need to shake you of this awful take that you like the Mahomes Brock Purdy start in these. This is an awful take. No, I, I I like legitimately no sarcasm. Think there are good game theory reasons for why that works. I mean, think about the parlay you have to hit. First of all, you need think about Brock the parlay. No, this is no. I'm immediately shutting you down <laughs> because think about the parlay you have to hit to win any of these. Immediately, you got to change the line of logic. You're taking. You're most likely taking a zero at your second round pick in three rounds of this contest. You need Brock Purdy to outscore Mahomes at least one week, at least one week, and then you're showing up to the Super Bowl with your Mahomes team, and someone's going to have Kittle or Debo there instead of your Brock Purdy. He's going to score zero for you. That's fine. Bowl. There's too I'm much completely, I'm completely, I'm completely fine with that because there, you're going to be competing against those teams anyway. Like if if the Super Bowl is Kansas City, San Francisco, you're competing against those teams regardless of who you take in the second round. So what you're actually doing is you're actually deduping yourself between everyone else who just started their draft Mahomes McKinnon. You're basically saying you're ready to go to war with your Noah Gray versus their Debo Samuel. That that's yes. basically what it is. Yeah. That's literally and I'm I I I think I well it's it's obviously not that much because you can end your draft with so many KC guys. Every time you do these you can end you can go Hardman who may or may not I mean he may never play again, but you can go Hardman, Watson, Gray you could take Rojo. I, I don't know if I'm deep enough in there to take Rojo yet, but you can, you, th that's the other reason that makes it work is that you can do Chiefs or you can do 49ers guys with your next two picks, whoever you want. You can throw an Eli Mitchell in there. You can have four 49ers and then you can end your draft with all Chiefs. But you can do that same thesis with only one quarterback. What's the difference? Right. Well, there well, so there are two differences. One being the Chiefs might lose and you could still have a 49ers mm -hmm. team that is live in the Super Bowl. But the other thing is it actually I think it juices your advance rate because then someone in your pool is like, shit, I took uh, Christian McCaffrey and now I have to take Daniel Jones or Trevor Lawrence or whoever. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Or like someone gets hung out to dry if someone on the other side of the board goes. Someone, two or someone three gets, someone just, someone gets totally shut out. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's a dead Minshew team in there, or insert yeah, insert I, backup quarterback. I, unironically, I think this. Is, I don't know if it's plus EV, but I I don't think it's bad. Okay. Yeah, it's just man to to not have that firepower. Like when people were doing like the two quarterbacks now in these, where they take Dak really late or ETN or Daniel Jones. Like I don't mind it because the opportunity cost isn't that high. There's a huge cliff of ceiling talent there. Sure. But man, when you're passing up on a Debo and Ayuk, a Kittle, these guys that could re realistically drop thirty, like to take a zero multiple weeks just seems wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, but, you're gonna you're gonna be taking zeros in these anyways because you're gonna draft guys for a team who's not playing anymore. Like that's just it's the nature of these contests. You're you're not. How many teams are gonna get to the final round in any of these? I, I have capitulated to the Purdy slappies. <laughs> David, the doubt. call's coming from inside the house. Davis is now <laughs> yeah. leading the Purdy slappies. With this <laughs> but but here's the thing: how many teams? Let's say the the mitten returns again to electric mitten oogaloo you know like we're we're just we're, we've really gone down this rabbit hole how many teams there's a it's a 316 person final in this one i believe how many what what percentage of teams are gonna have 10 live players in the returns it just in but, this one that this twenty two thousand person one right now how many how many teams in the final are gonna have 10 live players less than three percent i was yeah. gonna say that less nobody than 2%. yeah 
Yeah. So, so if you acknowledge that some of the players you're drafting are expected to give your starting lineup zero points, that changes the calculation, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm not good at math, so maybe I'm, that's Davis, wrong. I'm pro 5-5. Five, five. I'm just not pro 5-5 five, five with using it uh, with both the your first two picks. The, 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 chat, the chat is 100% wrong, though. They are getting this wrong because they're, they're, saying, they're saying there will be teams that draft one quarterback and they're going to take a good player instead of Mahomes or Purdy and you're going to be dead. But the reason why you guys are getting this wrong is one, you're not competing with these people in that in in your pod right there. You are you are you are you are deading one of the other teams in your initial pod. And then if you have two lot if you have 10 live players in the conference championship round, who cares if if I'm losing 10 points and or 15 points. I disagree with that premise that you're team. deading the other pod because they are also getting a huge flex leg up on you. They're starting with like a 20 point edge with if, their if flex it was spot. if it was one to one, if it was one to one and that was true, like second round pick versus second round pick, but I have five guys, I'm gonna have eight skill position players to choose points from. Yeah. You you um, might be it, you might be a dog. Like if you add up the averages of those players and then you give your opponent, the Kittle, the Debo, whoever. If you if you added up all those medians, you're probably a slight dog. But we're talking like a what a 40, yeah, 60 four, dog or something yeah. like that. So I think the, the 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 hinge point for your strategy to work, in my opinion, Davis, is you need one of these two weeks where Brock Purdy massively outscores Kelsey or uh, Mahomes, but the Chiefs still win. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs and win. You wipe out all of the Mahomes teams. That's, I'm not. That's I'm not saying. So I'm not saying I'm doing this every time. But the <laughs> idea that this is like some brain dead strategy is you guys I mean, are. You guys' third eyes are not it, open. You, it feels like it feels like bully tight end in regard where it's like I'm gonna corner the market on premium tight ends to win my isolated league, and then when I push through, nobody else has this combo. Like it, like the thesis with, feels similarly. But with the tail benefits of having more unique combos in the round where the money really matters. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and less time to get to said round. Like you literally just need to win one football game. Um, Nez, welcome to the show. We're debating Thank whether you. you could take uh Mahomes 101 and Brock Purdy with your second round pick because the Brock Purdy discourse will never fucking end. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been tilted one too many times with people taking Brock Purdy whenever I'm like stacking up this really sick like skill positions with my 49ers and then like some donkey with Josh Allen or, or Mahomes is like I need to I need to like make sure I get having by the way on the best quarterback. Unironically, I also think it's worse with I, I think it's you should not do this with the Bills because you can't even guarantee your eighth, ninth, tenth round bills are like gonna be on the field. I, I think it's or I think it's a different active. value count. If you're picking yes. the back end wide receivers, I don't know who's gonna be active in a week and a half. Like what yes. if you get Crowder back? What if Beasley pops? What if Isaiah McKenzie's dead in the water? Like yes. what happened to Khalil? Are we just giving up on Khalil Shakir just like that? It's it's his already ha- this it's already happened in the regular season. McKenzie missed the game. He had three for sixty and a touchdown, and he played ten snaps the next week when McKenzie yeah. came back. No, no, McKenzie's definitely like it sucks. It's it's he, he's if he's healthy and he is healthy and he is gonna play, like he definitely like usurps him. But man, I still I don't care. Tenth round Shakir just feels so good. The Actually, chat I, is the chat is driving me up a wall, Peter. I got it. These these guys are they got to open their third eye or they should stop drafting. <laughs> third I, third eye blind tickets on sale twenty twenty three. That's legit. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, let, we'll, we'll end it there. I am pro 5-5, five five, but I have not done... I did a bunch of 5-5s five in the whatever, second mittens and all that stuff, but just not uh, in these divisional ones. It is very, very uh, tough to do without diminishing returns. But Chiefs, Bills, maybe you can you're pull just it taking off. I mean, Mc, you're just taking McLeod or Spellcheck or Naheem Hines or whatever to do it in these. And my third eye literally just does not open that big. It just it does not. <laughs> that's more like fourth, fifth eye type stuff. Like you got, that's like advanced. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe Davis unlocked an influencer, super flex mitten, uh, 69 <laughs> contest that he's playing in that we didn't know. It just, it just feels like, it just feels like we all just spent like the last two weeks being like, Oh yeah. The idea is you want to have like lower owned combos at, in the rounds where the money counts. But then when someone is like, here's like a strategy, not many people are doing that actually like boosts X, Y, or Z. And everyone's like, Nope, that'll never not win. That, not that way. Like, <laughs> I mean, Dave, I truly hope, I mean, if, if a Brock Mahomes team ships any of these contests, I mean, I'm just, I'm never going to Well, we all know, that. we all know it won't be me because I've only drafted 18 divisional returns teams or whatever. <laughs> oh, dude. You're it, slacking. It, they get, they get dry fast. Like you do, you do 18 of them. And like, at this point you've seen every single draft. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to galaxy brain a winner here. I don't know if, uh. Uh, Davis, I don't know if you know, but I did happen to win one of these uh, Mitten Returns Again Part 6 uh, last year. So, you know, if you're looking for... Uh... I am. I am. But... I need the championship ring. I, I literally, I unironically need that in my life. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't wear this out in public because, uh, I mean, with all these diamonds, like, I don't want to get, like, jumped or anything. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. I got this before uh, Liam got his. Liam actually had to request his brand. that they just that's good that's they, very good from underdog i love that from they them. just they, they just they, they know to respect the king davis here. if you got one of those rings would you would you have a profile picture that was flaunting that yeah jeopardize no, because it because Karain literally won two million dollars like we can't be flexing winning the mitten returns again part seven like that's davis, the whole issue davis you're minus 800 to put winner of mitten returns again two in your bio if you should i guarantee <laughs> i don't i think i so here's the thing I think the more, like, if it was like, I won the mitten, yes. If you win the mitten returns again, too, I don't think that, I don't think that can go in the bio. I think have you can seen, put. Have you seen Liam's updated profile? What's I, can't, I can't even, like, follow it because it's like, it sounds like binary code. Uh, best ball, BBM2, 2021, DK555, and DK2120, 2022. <laughs> He's dead Amazing. serious. He's dead ass. Uh, no, yeah. I mean that Liam. Liam should flex that. This is though. the king of best ball right here. This man. You may not like it, but that's what it looks like. I did like his swole cast photo. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is who takes your money in the best ball streets. Everyone. I mean, good for him, man. Good for him. A loyal, a loyal fan, a loyal fan of the swole cast. You know, we love to see it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, I definitely want to do a couple playoff drafts. Why might might as well do it since we're talking about it uh, right mm -hmm. here. Let's hop hop in a gauntlet, and then we can talk a little Royale. Uh, should we do? That. Should we do? Uh, should we do a, a Mahomes Purdy start? I mean, a bit? thank God if we can I'm roll it. Oh my controlling God. the one twos here. I'm putting a target. So, uh, on Davis, do you have a lean this weekend? On we've been talking about the KC pass catchers quite a bit with Hardman being ruled out. Do you have a lean in any regard, like? Is it too? Is it giving? Um, is it giving I think Andy I think too much credit I think that Tony's gonna ball? I mean, that's like that's the copium. Is like that that's the mm -hmm. one you take just because like if you get that right, he's like a really good play. 
my the the lean I've kind of been doing is they're just sick of MBS's shit. They're like, dude, you're so bad. Like we need to play. <laughs> we need to play Justin Watson a little bit more. Um, but I, I also the other thing is they've just started to rotate these guys like crazy. Like even Juju now, like they're like no one's playing more than seventy percent of the snaps. So I think five dudes probably play. Yeah, it's tough. it becomes a really hard like on such a short slate and such like a thin slate. It becomes really hard to like mix and match your back end Mahomes stacks if you don't roll that Mahomes Kelsey at the front end or like Mahomes McKinnon. It becomes really interesting conversation for the battle royale stuff if we just want to run like naked Mahomes this week or if we just want to you know back end dart throws on. I've been kind of in the same vein as you talking up Justin Watson. I, quite I, is, is Tony um, free in the battle Royale? They're basically all free to be honest. Like Juju's yeah. free too. In the BRs. Yeah. Not in these and these obviously like they yeah, come yeah. at a, but they're, they're affordable. Mm-hmm. I will say like getting like you can, if you take Mahomes, you have the option to, to get your Tony, your MBS and even Hardman goes pretty late, which is nice. Cause you have four weeks until the super bowl. If you're betting on the chiefs, you have four right, weeks. Star, for, for star Hardman. purdy, Pete. <laughs> yep. Uh, Here we go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way we go through with this, right? We're just, we're, we're just having a little fun right now. Imagine, if, imagine, imagine if this is the shipper. Dude, if TTP lets Brock Purdy follow us, I guess we have to hammer it. I I want to do this so I could just show Davis what a shit team we build. (laughs) Okay. Well, so the key, the key, no, but this is the key thing though, is you don't want to be competing. You want to, you want to see if it's possible to slip McKinnon through again. So you got to see, you got to see what the, um, the NFC drafters do. So you got to see what the McCaffrey and the Hertz team do. Um, because you you want to you want to you want to have like a random uh, McKinnon slippage. Be like this McCaffrey guy thinks, oh, Brock's definitely coming back to me in the third. <laughs> Alan Mahomes dropped there as well, buddy. I'm on stream with Davis fucking Maddox. <laughs> yes. No so idea. so this guy so this guy so Kelsey's gone. So this guy uh, uh, Jabiristad he's gonna take McKinnon with his next pick. Shabir Oh, bitch! Damn it. Okay, so we're taking. Yeah, let's we're taking. Out, let's build out McKinnon. NFC Debo. Yeah, do you want Debo or uh, Devonta? Devonta. Either or. Give me skinny AJ Brown. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> they're the same. They're the, they're the same picture. Same dude. Or say, you know what I mean? The, Who weighs oh. more, Tyler the Creator or Devonta Smith? Mm, I don't know. I thought Tyler the Creator was taller yeah. than, yeah, uh, he's, than he's, I expected. Tyler the Creator probably is like stronger than Devonta Smith. McKinnon or Miles Sanders? McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah. Because yeah. we're going to get Boston Scott later because he always scores a touchdown. Because he always Scott. scores against, this is the wide scores receiver, against the Giants. This is the wide receiver oh, one and, and as a green, as a green uh, player. Look yeah. at Samuel's snipe job on the end there. You know, Paul's setting up for that comfy burrow and one of them come back to me and he just double t- takes Bengals receivers. Yeah, that bubble. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now this is a diss calling Devonta tall 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> Whoa. Come on now. So we do have the dynamic where we have one other team right now going for the exact same Super Bowl matchup as us, mm-hmm. which is always uh, not quite well, a Well, original, original start, TTP, where do you get your ideas? i think like in these drafts um the the backstacking giants is like the new backstacking jags it's just yeah good yeah 
I'm just yeah. always yeah. there. I have, I have like 60% Daniel Bellinger and I could throw up just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Although Barkley feels a little bit like Eckler did in the initial gauntlet contest where he's starting to get steamed up. And sometimes you, you just have to settle for the pass catchers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could play for two if we want to do Iuk or yeah, we go Iuk or we could do the giants thing. Well, no, we no. have Eagles. That's yeah. a bad idea. The giants are not going to win. <laughs> yeah and i don't love no... the matchup for barkley this week either like, you guys just... like the Ayuk thing i like it better i like yeah. Ayuk because then if we want to reach we the thing is now is like if we want a second 49er do you want Jawan jennings or do you want elijah mitchell right 100 percent. i've i, I kind of like pacheco here and pairing the kc running backs i i would i agree just because running back is falls off so quick in these incredibly yeah. quick yeah. The only other thing I would consider would be Pollard because there are other Cowboys available and you could make yourself live for a few different Super Bowl matchups. Yeah, we can take Gallup late though to for a Cowboy if we want to do a four four chief and then have All right, a bunch so Pollard of or Pacheco, what do you guys want? Pacheco if it's between Pacheco. Okay. Pacheco. Tony seems to be falling in these drafts. Maybe that changes now with like McCole Hardman's status, but Tony had been falling for like a minute in these things where like he's the, he's the lag piece at the top of ADP. Yeah. Yeah. Jira's building out similar ideas, although I don't love, I'd rather go, I'd rather go. Hmm. I'd rather go Singletary, I think in his build instead of Pollard and play that other AFC running back opposite of the Hertz build. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys think of a, a, in these, a four bangle four bill with, with two NFC guys. Say that again. Feels really bad. Four, four bills, four bangles, and then Mm. pick, pin the tail on an NFC guy. I think I'd be like max to oppo divisional round opponent. Yeah. That's where I'm at right I, now, Max too. But those ones I think, I, I think I'm just I think I'm just getting bored because I've just been doing <laughs> yeah. some, I've just yeah. been doing some weird shit in these. That's all I'm saying. Like after you do like ten, it's like God. Like I just I've seen every combination play out. The weirdest thing for me is how affordable these Cowboys are every single draft. Mm. Yeah, it's we do we do we gotta we, do MBS do we gotta do MBS here? Yeah, yeah. For for the combos, bro. Now we have NBA. some optionality with positions later on for our NFC guys. Is this like, Who are you mocking is here? This, do you is this just Davis doing do a Davis? I'm so <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying right now. I'm trying to be the chat where I'm just like, yeah, yeah. obviously, bro, you got to have a lineup for the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, Yo, I I don't mind that click whatsoever. The Christian Kirk the as Kirk like a bring back. one-off bring back, yeah. Or you can wait and do it with Zay Jones, but I don't. I, really I like see Gallup. I like more. Gallup more because that gives us another NFC option, and then we can have when our fourth okay. chief is like we. I mean that that leaves us live to every Super Bowl matchup with at least one guy. I don't. I think mind if I was going to do the. Oh God! If I was going to do the Dallas thing, I would have done Zeke, and just played it all through the run game with no correlated points, and then just shut off running back at three. If I was going to yeah. go for the Dallas Avenue. Like opposed to like, like Gallup factoring in and getting through. I, I, I don't know. He's always correlated with the DAC owner or, yeah. 
probably I kind of like the max too if you are using two from the same backfield though too of just being like we're gonna always we need Chiefs in the Super Bowl we're gonna be getting you know what 10 11 points minimum from mm-hmm. from one of this spot and then just trusting we can get enough firepower elsewhere yeah that's fair but uh and the thing about the bring back too, the only reason I, I think I would have clicked Kirk there too with you, John, although when all three of the Jags pieces were on the board, maybe for your bring back, you don't feel the need to be the first one to go. But then we do see Ingram and Kirk both go. The the honest to God, though, Zay Jones across like all the blended projections and stuff, like he's neck and neck with with uh christian kirk this week anyways yeah their props are all like really similar they're all yeah it's real tight all in line with one another Mm -hmm. yeah uh ttp is probably gonna snake us on zay yeah run double they should yeah yeah i agree with that zay goes so what do we want to do here i like an nfc running back but it's great. I mean, you want Boston it's, Scott? <laughs> yeah, it is Which Boston one? Scott. That's that's the issue. It's like theoretically, you'd like a an NFC running back, but we to miss me Eli here, Mitchell. We, I don't. We could really we use Zeke right now. Thank you, I think Pete. we should do Slayton or, yeah. or James. I think so too. Yeah, Slayton. If we had invested more in the Eagles, maybe we need to swerve that. But with just Devonta, I think we can keep hitting these one-offs. Yeah. The or chat. Richie the James, chat's. The James. chat's right. This team is begging out for Kyle Uzcheck. <laughs> people are out, actually out there clicking Kyle use check i didn't realize his nickname was spell check that's good i think I we take a draft jordan chiefs, mason chiefs wide receiver nfc running back i disagree pete i'd rather draft you check hardman really hardman right. will be healthy for the super bowl right like four it's four weeks from now i mean he he got hurt in week nine dude i know marvin jones run back you... yeah let's do the marvin we can All punt right. the uh I forgot. I forgot. I literally forgot Sky Moore existed. We've been on stream for an hour and a half, and I don't. I've not said his name yet. <laughs> Off the injury report. Yo, Davis, what's your it. what's your read on Ceh? Like, obviously, he's not playing this weekend. Do you think he gets activated in the next couple weeks? Yeah. No. No. I think. I think. I think the ship done sailed on Clyde's career in Kansas City. I, th- I think they'll just keep Ronald Jones active. Like, if he does get activated it would not be surprising if he was the healthy scratch instead of rojo right mm-hmm. oh yeah at which, that too. at which point why even activate right i you know i don't know I, I, yeah. and maybe they like him i don't know maybe he's like a good locker i mean i don't know shit about him maybe they like him in the locker room or something mm-hmm. this right here is why davis doesn't need Jarek mckinnon with mahomes because he knows he has all of these guys no i mean think about the leverage think about the leverage you're setting up though because if pacheco outscores mckinnon the next three weeks like you you've deaded so many teams so how how are we ranking these if we're saying hardman's dead i mean the real ranking is should probably be what i mean no one's no one's taking noah gray but me I can't do no gray. I cannot do it. I Watson can't. or Sky? I think Watson. Watson. Why? Right. Like, like, why does speak. Watson feel like? Yeah. <laughs> why does he feel like he's emerging? It's the grossest thing ever. He only has, he only has fifteen catches on the year. Yeah, yeah, I know. And now he's like seeing the field. Um. Okay. He's glorified uh, Quez Watkins, and it's awesome. Glorified. Where are the big boys? Let's do a big mitten before we do Royales. 
All right. Oh, how rich. I love it. Come play. Now, this one is you would not need to do Purdy Mahomes oh, here. You don't need to get the, that weird here. When the chips uh, get raised, we're not doing Noah Gray with Brock <laughs> No, <Purdy>? because, because <laughs> in, this, in this size of contest, it's not nearly as necessary. All right. I can't wait to argue this one out. Oh, and not even okay. We do see we do get crutches in here. I don't know if anyone else is. Oh, we got Neil, player cues. That Neil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's him. All right. Where's your favorite spot to draft in these? Because I don't think the one hundred and one is my favorite at, at all. No, you want you want three so you can yeah. get whichever one of the quarterbacks is there. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that that that's what feels the absolute. Have you best. guys found this interesting that Dak Prescott is like sometimes like doesn't go into the eighth round in these? Yeah, and he's a four point dog. Joe Burrow is a five and a half point dog, and he's the fifth pick. It feels like it's like so obvious, right? It's like why are we not just taking all these Cowboys, or why aren't we waiting to take Dak Prescott? It's it's because the market is saying the Bengals are going to beat the Bills or beat the Chiefs next week, but but the the Cowboys can't possibly beat the Eagles. Yeah, I don't I don't get it, and, and the to me it feels like the Bengals are going to get just shit stopped. I I just I'm really? getting that. I don't no, know. No, I I like I like them, but I hate I hate the Bills cuz of Liam. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I just, I can't fade Liam anymore. It's just like it is what it is. It's his world we're living in it. Just just take the Bills. I had a reply I wanted to jump in when you guys were or arguing about Brett Mayher where I wanted uh to say Liam uh, thinks that the Bills drafted Tyler Bass specifically because he could kick uh, field goals <laughs> in, in the windstorm. <laughs> uh, you guys want to do CFC? Yeah. Yes. I think so. If, if we get sniped on Purdy, I swear to God. <laughs> Honestly, in this room, I'm thinking third round Purdy. I, I'm thinking if, if Purdy comes back to us, we definitely let it go. It's if third round or no dudes, round. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because none of these well, none of these guys are going to do Mahomes pretty obviously. You want to know how much we stayed in our lane last time? I did the big mitten on stream, or not? It wasn't on stream. We just did it like in the Discord when like you, you guys, and Paul, we all hopped in. Brock Purdy didn't even get drafted because no one, the both the Mahomes and Allen drafters, the buy was still up in the air, and so everyone just stayed in their lane. Oh, oh. wow, <laughs> Philly, um, <laughs> Philly. Hey, we spent we spent 250 bucks though. GGs. <laughs> Yo, so now we have a one-off CMC Burrow. to build a Cowboys. Dude, team? No, Burrow CMC. No, no, no. Burrow CMC is way better. Yeah. yeah, Burrow. Dude, I'm. That's wild. Well, I, I. What should we have taken? We should have taken there? Chase. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, you're right. Yeah. I was. We got excited. Yeah, we fucked that up, and by we, I mean me. Clicking the button. Yeah. What what if, what if Higgins out? Chat there? chat not helpful per usual. Instead, waiting until the pick went in to be like, obviously you guys should have taken Jay. <laughs> <laughs> well, here let's see here because um, no, we're building Chase out double eagles. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want Chase with an Allen team as a run back? I don't know. Maybe not. Right. Neil is just like counting positive his money vibes, right now. man. Positive Play, vibes. Neil Neil's taking if, Chase. If player oh. Q. Oh, the one off Chase. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a Kittle team. I think we just or threw T a wrench in this T entire Higgins. draft. This is actually going to work in our favor. Yeah, I think we should take T Higgins. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you can yeah. go. You can go Kittle or Higgins, and then hope one of Mixon or Kittle come back. But Kittle's definitely mm -hmm. not coming back because of Purdy on the end. Yeah. 
So if you want Kittle, it's now or never. Yeah. I think we do. But, but do it's Kittle up to you. And see. Yeah, be, because you have the, I guess, Philly could double tap Higgins Mixon, but he already has Brock. But he already has, yeah. He Brock, should take Ayuk right. with one of these. He's yeah. he's like Davis and and James Cook all the way. That's what he's thinking. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm exceptioning him. This Brock Purdy drafter. A draft within a draft within a draft. Brock makes everyone drunk. <laughs> it, it's going to be so awesome when he scores like 10 points next week. Like, it's... I mean, how dumb is everyone going to feel when the Cowboys beat them? Right? I, the one thing that scares me about Cowboys is fourth straight road game and shortest week of all teams. That's one, like, I don't know if it matters at all. What about, I don't know how you what about a seven-round rookie starting a divisional playoff yeah, game against yeah, the biggest yeah. team in the sport next Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, that feels, feels like, like a Yeah, the best pass rush in football right now. Like, Man, Philly really bleeding this clock. This <laughs> fucker. <laughs> what is this guy doing? I, I mean, Mixon's not terrible, and then it's a two-running yeah, back team, and you have yeah. one from either side. And then at least there's auxiliary pass catchers we can fall back on, like Hayden Hurst and Tyler Boyd. Like yeah, Tyler don't Boyd's forget Irwin, baby. This team absolutely begging for a Trent Irwin spike week in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Dude, Higgins over Gabe on that build is egregious. That is bad. I agree. I agree. We, we're allowed to say that. No, he's yeah. no. It's he's setting he's setting it up for what's for, he setting up, Davis? He's setting it up for. Three 49ers, and then he's going to take two Bengals and two Bills. That's fine. I, I do not like using that much capital. Like, just do the, t- if you want to do that build, do it, but do it with Boyd and get Gabe Davis. You want more of your you guys leverage. You're worried about dead teams, bro. Like, who cares? But if he gets, if he just happens to get this team through because he gets lucky with pods, he's going to have a good combo there that is not super nuked. You're going to be going a fourth round rocket booster. Time. I just, I don't know. The interesting conversation with builds with this is like with big mitten is relative to like your entire portfolio, like how many you're building. Right. Yeah. If he's building one team, this is a bad way to do it. If he's maxing this contest. Okay, fine. Right. Boyd. I can't, I don't think we can risk Boyd going to this side of the drunk board. Correct. Yeah, he yeah. he 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 wants no part of Dawson Knox. He wants he wants Tyler <laughs> Boyd here all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing, if we don't completely turn off the the button yet, is Elijah Mitchell and pairing him with CMC and being like flex weeks for like goal line usage and stuff like that because he's more appealing than like Jawan Jennings, Trenton Irwin, that kind of thing. Um. Thought just a thought. Yeah, I I don't hate it. We can also um, mix in a third team. Right, right. So it would be, we could mix in, we don't have, I guess it would have to be, I would prefer to not do any more running backs with CMC mixing. It right, would have to right. be Jags. But, yeah. but no, but Eli Mitchell is the only other 49er who like can get 10 fantasy points. <clears throat> That's a good point. Mr. Noah Gray, man, we yeah. can draft Jawan Jennings. <laughs> I, I think Eli Mitchell is like a huge favorite to score more fantasy points than Juwan Jennings if the if the 49ers do in fact make the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. yeah. And he's like a 10 point favorite on a touchdown prop going into a Super Bowl, too. Yeah. Like what's the Elijah to score I, a touchdown? I think I'm Super Bowl, like, so, so what do you guys want? I want Mitchell. 
I, I think I'm Mitchell. Mitchell. On, on a 250 really? team, I think I think Mitchell here. All right. Catching I, balls in the red zone. Think like, about Pete. We're, we're so seven far red zone Close your eyes. receiver right now. Like, it's absurd. That's why – and now we just take wide receivers the rest of the way. Well, mm-hmm. I want Richie, Richie James will be there. <laughs> yeah. Slayton. We just need one – we probably just need to, to, to pick a rabbit out of the hat in terms of spike weeks. Oh, yeah. I think I would have preferred Evan Ingram to Schultz anyways. Why is that? Just because you have a path to two games with him. Yeah. Why don't you have a path to two games? Because oh, we're, we're, yeah. we're building Niners. Yeah. yeah. Because we're building Niners. Yeah, that's Niners. fair. And if Ang- Ingram has a slightly higher ceiling this week anyways, so I – and Ingram goes, um, mm. man, we need fucking ceiling here. Do you want to do – I mean, we could do Zay, Hodgins. Hodgins has or, like a giga ceiling. We just or do we it. just lock up Hurst here and not fuck around? Hurst. I think actually, I think Hurst. you heard Hurst. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust these fuckers. Well, there goes Hodden. So, God, I hate this team. Oh, this team is great. I don't know what you're talking about. This is a fantastic team. Yeah, Peter. This is like this is like like pretty close to GTO. Crane's than- taking two million off the table. Why I <laughs> punt it back to the stakeholders? That's why you'll always be the man of the people. That's right. Use use promo code Pete. God knows I need it. <laughs> <laughs> imagine they put Karain in their commercials and give him his own promo code in the offseason. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> promo, promo code Rojo. Promo code, promo code Daily Rojo. No, wait till it's settlement and Karain doing the commercials together. <laughs> <laughs> the reviews oh, are coming man. in, guys. <laughs> that's and that's the Gauntlet champion. The twenty twenty. What what year? What year did Chris G win the win the Gauntlet? I mean, do we even first count? Year, there's 30 people count? in it. Do yeah. we even count the first <laughs> yeah. year, bro? Pre-explosion? Like, do yeah, we? Like, these are like 60-person tournaments. <laughs> they, they draft <laughs> their teams on fax machines. Yeah, this is, yeah. Like, this is like we're talking about the World Series of Poker pre- and post-moneymaker. Like, yeah, sorry, Phil Hellmuth. No one cares about your 1989 win against four <laughs> other players. Like, congrats. Yeah. You your nine Stewie Unger bracelets. Yeah. Winning the 2019 gauntlet is like winning the 1988 deuce to seven. And like no limit hold them. Uh, there we go. <laughs> this 1985 Raz bracelet. <laughs> 50 more of these, and uh, we can cover this punt. <laughs> oh, God, of oh that was the best piece left, too. We need Do we Slayton. take the two million dollar tout here with uh, with Slayton? Yeah, Slayton. yeah, we're definitely taking Slayton. Yeah, absolutely. This is the Eagles get upset because they will get upset. With no okay, with no Eagles and nothing here, you could also entertain this team as two quarterback and take Vanilla Vic on the way back too. Um, Just in case, well, I, I, say, I say we take. I say we take Richie James and then if if D Dimes comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't we need the ceiling at flex more though? Probably. Yeah. Yes. But the, but the ceiling you get at flex in the in the tenth round or the night like is. Hey, is Bellinger. Bellinger can wow. get. 12 oh trust me mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm all in on danny b don't <laughs> <laughs> preach to the choir i hate this this is supposed to be fun it's supposed to be like time i'll celebrate 
great best ball. Hey, play. it's fine, dude. When you're done, you can go hang on to your crying daughter and draft in the mitten return. Strike back of the mitten. No, my mom is taking care of that, so I could draft these in the privacy of my own office. <laughs> yeah. Rick James, it is. There we go. Oh, that man. that is good. Like we're we'll back get... on track, boys. We're back on track. <laughs> we will get thirteen from one of those two guys. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna need 30 from one of those two guys to advance i mean leone, leone had richie james projected for 13.7 last week god what what do i need to name this video uh 200k big mitten draft you won't believe what happened next <laughs> I'll, I'll get the thumbnail face going all right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, are, are we trending or winning this? I feel like that's the only way to finish this fucking draft. What if, what if <laughs> T. Higgins getting injured and Trent Irwin scoring three touchdowns in a game again is what you need to win the big mitten return? I love again. drafting both slot wide receivers on the Bengals. Well, here's uh, the thing: like, <laughs> our Cincy wideouts are like are ass, and we have Joe Mixon. So if it's not a Joe Burrow game, oh, does Danny Dimes still there? Or because like that's that's what I'm trying to pitch here. Yeah. What if Jimmy Garoppolo with four backup Bengals is what you need to win the big <laughs> mitten? I think, I, I think you need p- points like raw points to get through. Yeah, I I agree. I, Marv, I, I think you need Marv. Where are you getting you those from? And with with stealing. what's left, Marvin. I mean, hey, Jamal Agnew Marv's doesn't play. It. Jamal Marvin Jones. Marv's got it. Because we only need two. Because we're, oh. we're flexing. Like the idea is that McCaffrey's RB one, and then we're probably going to flex Joe Mixon. Ideally, if not, yes. then this, that's like a, that, that's a lot of trouble. Mm. And then look at our wideouts. <laughs> we just need. To, I mean, yeah, it's 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 not pretty, but I don't know, man. Um, if you were giving me a vote, if this was a Dow, my vote would be Danny Dimes. Dow. Hey, I had a good Dow success. Be under. I had good success in a fantasy Dow this year, so. I, I think doing? I think I think Marvin Jones is probably the right advance rate play. I think I, I think agree. He's... <sighs> Man, what are Marvin these other teams? Mean projection is one point, but uh, what it, can we? E- talk? I mean, his ETR. Sean going to projections. Yeah, dude, well, I mean, Philly? just for oh, this Rich. week to decide. Yeah, I don't know. Who's Philly Phantom, dude? Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> Honestly. Brock Purdy, Trevor Lawrence. Hey, dude, it's fine. He finished it. He finished up. He does. He he didn't even have four 49ers. I just. We got to do. We got to do. We got to do another one. Not another dollars left. In yeah. Let's do a gauntlet. Let's do a gauntlet. We got to wash the taste out of our mouths. I just want to. I just want to review a couple of these other things here. Everyone else seemed to mostly stay in their lane, draft decent teams. This Philly guy, Lord, give me. Hey, God, this actually reminds me. Did you see the guy that wrote to crutches on Twitter, John? Oh yeah, that this? was good. Yeah, yes. I saw it last night. Did you see this, Davis? I gotta show you this, man. This is why everyone's asking for uh, <laughs> for a chat room on Underdogs. Let's see if I can find it. Crutch only, only the cabal, only the cabal has access to the chat room. Dude, look at this. Crutches is doing a draft. You draft like a bitch, <laughs> and then he blocked. <laughs> and I'm looking at this board, and I can't even tell what Crutches did that upset him so much. Uh, so he started Kelsey McKinnon. He took Tony. Steve. Probably it was the Tony pick. 
It's the Tony pick he, for his. I mean, but <laughs> what about <laughs> this is block worthy? <laughs> yeah. I I can't tell. I can't that's, tell that's pretty. That's pretty good. I mean, I I. <laughs> People, the people are, am I so old now that people don't remember like when FanDuel used to have a chat room? Like, does oh. anyone, does anyone Yeah, you can, you can like poo poo. I remember draft. You could like. Blake email. Griffin, Blake Griffin's yeah. out. Blake Griffin's out. But he wouldn't actually be out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I think um, the underdog emote thing would be sweet. Like that some of those like Asian poker apps have like where you can like fling emotes and stuff. I think poker stars has it now too, actually. But yeah. I turn them off. But you can just fling them and stuff. It'd be awesome if you could just fling a couple of shits at your buddy, like or someone who sniped you or whatever. Be so well, fun. even like get playback kind of had that too, where you could put like when someone was talking, you could put like a flame or an ice reaction mm. to it. And even just having a few of those things was pretty fun because you'd just be like, "Stop fucking giving me these cold takes uh, reactions and <laughs> just try yeah. to do that." It's very very tilting. Um, Davis, you want to do what I do want to talk a little battle royale, but you want to get this taste out of our mouth with a gauntlet. Yeah. I just like, I don't have the brain capacity to dedicate to divisional round battle royale. Um, <laughs> I mean, we can do one. We're going to, we'll do one more gauntlet. Then we'll do a couple royales and get out of here. Sounds um, good. that's fair. All right. What influencer one-on-one we got spags here. Trent Bow, who is a notorious thorn in drafter sides in these and uh we got chris g well, okay is this a battle royale or a gauntlet gauntlet this is gauntlet. Gauntlet. mahomes yeah, so. purdy purdy if he makes it all the way back <laughs> yeah he's yet to come back you know yeah trent trent's an issue there he's like Half like robotic automated auto draft, like half just like the most vengeful, spiteful drafter I've ever we seen. Think, like, we think he's gonna take Purdy at the two one to keep us from doing it. He oh, will. This guy's yeah, definitely considering it. I had a redacted tweet with him and, and everyone knew exactly who it was. They're like, Oh yeah, it's Trent B, that son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> guys, so I'm not trying to pile on and find this guy, but if anyone does have his address, let me know. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. That's just been protecting the innocent. Uh, what do we want to do? Let's do something fun. Let's do Mahomes. I like Mahomes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He's the MVP. He's got the best matchup this week. He's the GOAT. Because he's so fun to stack, right? Because we have all these awesome stack partners to, to yeah. take with Mahomes. That's why. That's why I'm you telling you guys, first play, first play on Saturday morning. Just give it a their, rest, John. They're looking at their draft boards. Oh it's going God. play action. Justin Watson, 65 yards to start the game off, and everybody's gonna be ripping up their DK lineups. And I'm gonna be like, not me, not this pretty. guy. Yeah, not, not, me and David at the top of the chart. Let's see. I wonder how much in the the drafts I got through. I wonder how much Watson I have. Oh my god! Mm, not enough. And yes, Neil is saying, "Isn't that exactly what happened?" Yes. Where do you get your ideas, John, from the exact <laughs> game that he just watched? <laughs> Actually, I didn't advance any Justin Watson in my OG mittens, so I, mm. I gotta uncosign that. Mm. You got any live ones? Are you looking good? I drafted like 47% Dalton Schultz, so I got a bunch of extra teams. Through. Yeah, I saw but, you touting that on Twitter. That was that But was they're nice. going to here's the thing, they're all going to die if <laughs> the Cowboys lose this week, which they probably yeah. will, so it's very false hope. Yeah, that's all right. You got your money back. I I was definitely like addicted to doing all these return drafts 
And I think that big mitten broke me where I'm just over it now. Brock Purdy McKinnon already it. went. There's no other logical partner. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do Devonta you, Sanders, Kittle? No, IU. Purdy Kittle, dude. Easy game. I'm not doing Purdy. I'm drawing the line there. <laughs> it's, double, it's double Philly or or if you want to go like the dallas road it's sad peter or... just doesn't he's just not he doesn't want to win my he's heart's not up. anymore yeah <laughs> you literally going like, through the motions crane crane <laughs> and trent have just deaded we got nothing left we got nothing in the tank how much is up top in the big mitten how much of a dent would that have put it's in the 75 75,000. Hmm. less than less than five percent there less than five percent I mean, I did. It's forty. I did, it's forty. I I did the math, and if I won every playoff contest I entered, I wouldn't have even gotten to fifteen percent of the way. <laughs> That's including like the NFFC. Oh, Pete, we gotta fix. We gotta. Oh, we do. We gotta I, do. How did we do round team. one? I don't even remember what I we had. Metcalf. So not bad. Let's fucking go, baby. <laughs> what was his? How 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 many teams had him? What percentage? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up right now. Spags, what's he got? So, Touch of Green did the smart thing and knew we wouldn't take his Purdy, so he gets his yeah third round Niners onslaught. That's Spags taking Dak early. Oh, another thing that we did that was just stupid is like Mahomes, Devonta, Miles Sanders has to maybe be the most common start in these. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) when you're on stream, you're like you try to get create. You got to get creative. I I gave you the I gave you guys the key to the kingdom, and no one wanted it. (laughs) He drew a hard line. Still don't. <laughs> if that's the kingdom, I'd rather be in hell, Davis. <laughs> Actually, that's okay. one thing that I forgot to ask the other day when Karain was on with us that I wanted to ask if he thinks sweats are ruined for the rest of his life, and I forgot to. Because, like, how do you ever come back from, like, a milli sweat? Like, I don't know if he was a big, like, gambler before that, to be honest. Like, he's a best ball guy. But, like, how do you come back from a milli sweat? Like yeah. two milli sweat for like you, you can't just put like a couple thousand on a game this weekend or something and feel anything. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, Chris, draft logically and let us get the fucking double whammy NFC. Chris, don't be a little bitch. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we should still take Ayuk. Sure. Ayuk, Ayuk Pacheco is is because Lord knows I'm not giving Chris both Ayuk and Kittle. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so uh, this Pacheco. becomes a Justin Watson Noah Gray double. Yeah, unless you want, unless you think like Tony expanded role, blah blah blah. But Pacheco makes the most sense, I think. Let's yeah. Well, I like taking Pacheco because then you set yourself up with more optionality and having live lineups in the Super Bowl because you know you mm-hmm. at least have quarterback, running back, wide receiver covered in any AFC outcome or any that's, NFC outcome. Yeah, that's a really good point. Wow, Chris is it. just waving the white towel. No way. Just because <laughs> Chris, you could have taken Devonta Smith. You didn't have to take Jarek McKinnon there. Yeah. You got cute, bud. <laughs> Too cute. That don't make sense. That's on you, Chris. There are hey, so many drafts that you feel that way though. Like where it's yeah. like you take Jalen Hurts at the second, and then all of a sudden AJ Brown and and uh, Devonta go at the other side of the board, and you just feel like 
you're kind of like, oh, this this lineup's dead already. And uh, you just go you, on autopilot. You're telling me what that feels like when I just experienced <laughs> it about four minutes ago, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for 10x this one. Yeah. If you forgot. Do you, I do just, you think – I, I can't even remember. Does Underdog roll these out for the conference championship going forward? They Jim? did not. They did not last year. Dude, guarantee year, guarantee they do it this year. Guarantee, yeah. guarantee oh, it'll, yeah. be a, it'll be it'll a – It'll be something. A, I, I want to say six-round draft probably with quarterback two flex or something like that. We'll call it the mothball. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll call it the last call saloon. <laughs> they'll, they'll say, you are mentally ill. Here you go, you savages. Oh, Willis dunking all over my ass in the chat. Pete, our, our, NF, our NFC, NFFC team actually looks pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. what are our key decisions we have to make this week? So we have to replace two wide receivers, a flex, and kicker. So we basically are like, okay, so we're going to add Devonta or A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. We got to add um, a Chief, and then we have to decide, do we want to add a Bill and a Bangle, or play it like one of those teams win and only add one of them and then do like a soft fade? And, and take a guy we expect to lose, like a giant or something. How aggressive do you do we need to get with our standing here? Uh, so let's do let's do MVS. Any other suggestions here? I like Elijah Mitchell again. I know, man. I keep coming back to him, but like, yeah, that that sets us up for a, a five man. We'll have a five man team for Kansas City, San Francisco, and Kansas City, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Now we can have some fun. And Elijah it's... Mitchell, like seven red zone touches last week. You guys love Eli Mitchell. I'm, that's what I'm starting to learn. I'm, I'm very I, I think it's Nez. It's Nez. Very, he dreams I'm, about him in his sleep. I'm he's just—he's just logical for this contest format because he's like he's got a ton of continued value. If anything happens to McCaffrey, the 49ers are going to be favored in all their remaining games except for the Super Bowl. Yeah, like it just and and the like he should be more expensive than Zeke and probably like. If you include future value, he probably projects for more points in these than Barkley. It's just Barkley will score more points this week. Probably. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What are, are we doing? What is, what's our guy Trent doing? Wow, Trent. Building. Staying in his lane. I mean, the Singletary bring back on the Bengals onslaught is kind of interesting. What if he uh, what if he does what I was just talking about? The, 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 the Cincinnati Buffalo 5-5 and he's going to end it with five bills now. <laughs> I oh, I guess he doesn't surprised. have Josh Allen. I I did this the other day with Allen and Burrow. It just happened. Like you got Allen there. Burrow. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna do this just because it'll You're, be a super unique yeah. combo. <laughs> Who were the back end like bills you were adding? Like, did you add like Quentin Morris or something like that? Naheem Hines? Like it was. Well, I th- I'm pretty sure. I mean, I took Shakir. I know, and I know Irwin mm. was my last pick, so I probably took John Brown or Cole Beasley. Yeah, love it. Then he goes, Isaiah Hodgins. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what this guy's doing. He didn't want to continue. I mean, at that point, don't you just rip Hayden Hurst? Like, Hayden Hurst feels good when you have Burrow. I love taking Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Oh, dude. When Hayden, Hayden Hurst is Hayden the Hurst best is pass good. catcher on your Burrow stack, you're feeling real good. He's just, he's just Noah, he's just Noah Gray on the Bengals. <laughs> wow. That is God, put some respect on, on former first round pick. Hayden hey, Hurst. former first round drafted over Lamar Jackson by his own team. Drafted, drafted over Mark Andrews. Yeah, drafted over go. Mark Andrews. 
Trent, what does Trevor Lawrence do for this team, bud? <laughs> I, I don't I don't hate that because that puts you in a good parts of the game tree too, where where if you miraculously get through, but Burrow only gets 17 or something. But Trevor, go Lawrence hang out in Trent's Discord, Davis. You guys deserve <laughs> each other. No, dude, you you guys, Pete, you've lost love for the game. Like you, your third eye, <laughs> your third eye has not been open. We've been talking for two hours, and I've been trying to creak open your third eye. And it I won't land is shut. Creak open. <laughs> um, do you Wait. guys think Hardman plays at all? I, I think no. we're now we safer do, we, taking Watson. Or, or I think we can whoever. do Quez though. Get yeah, a second definitely. or third Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think we might I need keep some you guys points. On the straight and narrow. If we need if we need some points, we should take Slate and Richie I, game. I know, and I keep going back to that. Just I don't know if I'm just a dog. Let's just take let's just take Richie James because there'll be a yeah. cheap there regardless for us to take in round ten. Richie James slot matchup this week. Is that what the DVP bros are saying? That's what the DVP bros with uh What's that guy's name? Avante Maddox. Maddox. Yeah. All right. And we're back to the, this is, this is Davis. Is this like your version of heaven is just every single last pick having to decide between Sky Moore, Justin <laughs> Watson and Noah Gray. Cause this is uh, my hell again. Unironically. I think this is probably like the only edge that exists in these is if you figured out which one of these chiefs was the best, who, who, who would score them. Now I don't have the, I'm, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know which one of these guys is going to score the most points. But the fact that you can get a guy who, if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, is you know for a fact if he doesn't get hurt, he's going to be playing. I mean, that that is not true of any of these other teams. Not true of the Bills, not true of the Eagles, not true of the 40. It's not true of any of these teams that you can get a guy who's going to be on the field. Yeah. Maybe Cowboys, but that's only because they're suppressed. Because you could take Noah Brown or T.Y. Hill. Sure, but their, their Super Bowl odds are like one-fourth of the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Point hold. I think we might have to do, you know, Sky Moore on this one just to feel a little something. You got a Rand, Rand function. Our, you're going to let, you're going to let, you're going to let Pat Corain rug you all summer on Sky Moore and then draft him on the stream. No, this is how we get back because Pat won 2 million with my pet player, Tyquan Thornton. And now it's time for me to get even with Sky Moore. That's a great point. I mean, but. 75k paid out five ways i mean they should there's no point <laughs> i don't even want to win i'm, like, I'm coming for mine 1099s just sounds absurd I'll winner winner of winner of the gauntlet returns again to put it in the bio <laughs> no Co- co-champion yeah. wait co-champion. what is going on Who, who's taking sky more chris th- that's just not even a funny bit dude Spags took Noah Gray. I dare so take hard, Justin dude. Watson. I dare you. We will find a chief. There's a million of them. <laughs> Jody Fortson? Yes. I mean, all of these guys are live. I'll f- Blake, what's the difference between Blake Bell and Noah Gray? Look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what's Blake the Bell has scored a touchdown more recently than Noah Gray. There's your difference. Is Marcus Kemp a baseball player? Um, no, he, he's, he's <laughs> not active. Marcus Kemp... <laughs> No oh. fucking way. You got it. We got it's got to be Blake Bell. It's got to be Blake Bell. Yeah, Blake Bell. Oh my. Oh, You're lucky we said we were going to talk Lord. about 
battle royale because that would have been a walk-off pick <laughs> jesus christ every time we come on the stream with you pete it's just like the worst experience ever in these draft rooms like we've never put together a team that was like yeah that was good that was a good one everyone is just well, like what the fuck did we just do and i was tilting because uh the big mitten we did uh a while ago uh i thought i was gonna run away with that and then of course paul uh stormed back with his barkley and uh dig shares and so then i got cucked on that one too and that would have been a fun one because i had three eagles it was a i know it was a hurts aj brown devonta team that almost advanced i think he got me by like five points um talk to me about battle royale uh i have to run to the bathroom real quick can you guys vamp about mm -hmm. battle royale right now real quick that's what we do <laughs> oh tempt me with a good time John, what are you are you still uh, CMC 101? Have your thoughts changed since two hours ago? No, I'm CMC 101. I'm Kelsey uh, with the next, and then I'm mixing and matching those quarterback stacks. One thing I'll say about Battle Royale this week is the prevalency of the premium stacks is way, way higher than we've seen in a long time. So, like, just your ability to obtain Kelsey Mahomes at, like, 9% frequency or your ability to uh, get – uh josh allen and digs at like a 20 percent clip like these are impossible stacks in like the 13 game slates and for whatever reason the way this week's shaking out they're very obtainable this week so um yeah it's weird because with only four games on the slate like the whole scroll the f down mantra that we're always preaching like doesn't hold as much weight because you're giving you're sacrificing way too many projectable points uh way down so I think my biggest takeaway this week is I've been getting over correlated and building out like pretty crazy onslaughts from game environments that I like versus the other ones. And that's been kind of, I don't know. That's where I'm going with it. What do you guys think? Onslaughting is fun. And there, I feel like there, there could be some, there, there could be some beat downs in on this slate, no doubt with, with what some of these spreads are like. Yeah. Yeah. And like I've last week. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, last week, I think we got, like, treated to a whole bunch of competitive games where, like, every yeah. offense got home. And I think if we draft with that in mind for, like, such short game slates, it's, like, it's a fool's errand. Because I think building six-leg parlays on, like, a week like this isn't isn't optimal with a four-game slate. I think you have to pick a game environment, hammer the shit out of it, and be like, that's my path to uniqueness is being over-correlated on these small slates. Tucker, chill. Yeah. And I'll put another shout out. We have these pinned in the Badge Bros uh, channel in the Deposit Kingdom Discord. I've been using these when I've been drafting the Battle Royales, even just for those first couple of picks. Um, and you can get the combinatorial ownership here thanks to crowdsource draft boards. There's also a thread for that in the Badge Bros Discord. And then shout out to Chad, of course, for keeping mm -hmm. this spreadsheet live and updated. You can see people in here working right now. But it is really nice, um, you know, like you said, like some of these premium stacks uh, this week, like if you just do the Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown, like, you know, 35% of these. Mm -hmm. So it's like right off the gate there, if you do that stack, not that that's bad necessarily, but you're going to really want to start to get creative after that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then, and then what I was saying, Pete, is that my way of getting creative was leaning into just further onslaughting that game because the more mm -hmm. people, pieces you add like look if you scroll up above it's just 2.6 percent once you add Devonte smith granted yep. it's kind of hard to obtain but like it, i don't know that's where my mind goes uh you can also try and pinpoint and pluck out 
the Chiefs wide receivers as like in the same vein as we were just doing in the other contest where it's like, if you can pinpoint who's going to score the touchdowns and who's going to have the explosion game on the Chiefs this week, I mean, you have a huge leg above the field there because like Numi was pointing out this afternoon that like MVS is only drafted at a 6% frequency with Mahomes right now. It's like, yeah. if you smash He's only on drafted that, you... 6% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. all drafts. So like, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting too. Yeah, what, Miles what Sanders. What percentage of people in, who draft these are are not dead money? Like are 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 not just taking guys off ADP, but actually thinking about combinatorial ownership and stacking and like just uh, napkin math guess. I would are say you asking the... who's opening their third eye enough for these <laughs> to actually win first? Yes. Yeah. I would say at the beginning of the season. Um, everyone was just kind of, you know, blindly firing and phone shitter broing it. Mm-hmm. But like you were just applying like a couple DFS principles and you had a leg over the field. And then as the weeks have gone on, I think the contests have got sharper and sharper and tougher and tougher that I think at least 15% of the field is like playing this way and playing like, you know, more than 50 plus entries and in the discord and talking about it and stuff like that. So I'd say at least 15% of the field, but like, the way these structures are too is, is, is the call coming from inside the house. Like, are you guys the ones who ruined the games? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, who, who ruined the games? Who's doing content for this? Uh, no. Okay. We ruined the game. Yeah. <laughs> we may have. I, I, I mean, I, I, I play the in these or... like a phone shitter, bro. But that's what I was going to say. Like, even when you go in, if you're not going into these drafts with a specific plan, it is really, really hard to pull yourself out of the ADP vortex, the traditional double stack, bring back vortex. Like, it's so easy. You feel good. Like, oh, I'm just building this optimal team. So I actually think it it going in with a plan too, or like you're trying to hit X amount of exposures. Like, I want to get X percentage of these stacks. And then you start to think about the ways you can diversify around that. Like, I still think the number of people doing that is very small. Mm Mm-hmm. I think one of the most unique ways we've seen people win is by taking cash chalk in, in DraftKings, like somebody that's like a really low salary play, but projects really well. And just, and and then just putting them in your battle Royale lineup, even though you have to scroll down for them, that has paid off. We've seen like countless of times, which I think is, is pretty interesting. I don't know exactly what it means, but I guess the projections have just been pretty sharp this year. I think we can all agree. Yeah. The projections. Are what good. do you, what are your guys' take on this specific slate as far as the scroll down ethos? Because it's easy to do that at wide receiver. It's almost impossible to do it at like a uh, tight end and very hard to do it at running back on this slate. I think because of that, we're seeing more double tight end builds than we've ever seen. Yeah. About 10% of builds right now are double tight end because of that narrative. So I, I, I do think just scrolling down to those wide receiver names is a, either, even just that is a good enough way to get different this week because we're kind of seeing like this 40-ish, 40-ish and 10 split right now where uh, traditionally speaking, we see like 30, 50, three and a bit like you know like mid 30s mid 50s and then like three percent for these double tight ends so I, I i don't know if it directly answers your question but like i think it's still very viable to just build one one three ones and you're gonna find uniqueness via that mm-hmm. are you guys john i think one time i asked you you were you would plot out kind of like the exposures and the things you wanted to do before you get into a draft, are you still doing that outlining, outlining your target exposures before ripping these? Yeah. Like, uh, 
I mean, I do obviously go phone shitter bro too because of the ease of access and you know, you're walking the dog and you're drafting some stuff. But I do I am a big like proponent of formulate a plan, but like when I formulate a plan, I also frequently deviate based on yeah. like what uniquely happens in front of me. Like the fact that Barkley's falling this far in this room right now is like like the combination of CMC plus Barkley like is zero percent point five three percent yeah oh it's point five now yeah yeah so it's like it's it's like that would be a spot i would deviate if i wasn't like thinking oh we're gonna build san fran the nerds have ruined everything man you can't even gamble in peace anymore you gotta be thinking about (laughs) you know combinatorial ownership like horrible dude (laughs) <laughs> well, think about like even like video games and shit like that. Like it's gone so far that like people. Oh, I don't have any fun playing just... video games anymore. Exactly. I, play, <laughs> I play, I play FIFA Ultimate Team, and it's all about you know the reward cycle and the. It's not. Oh, even how much money can you put in to get your little lottery pack? Yeah. Yeah. I've been liking joke. to take two of these uh, three secondary pass catchers here. Uh, any other ideas? Ooh, you could go the John like Debo Kittle. Yeah, I, I, I would do, I sometimes do the triple onslaught, like the Debo Kittle and CMC yeah. because it's so low owned and Purdy's free every time and you can fall back on the DAC as well uh, if you get boxed out. Um, yeah, I mean, you didn't have to, but it's one thing that I've been doing more than the field. And I think that's a good point of leverage from the 101 because most people with CMC don't double tap both San Fran guys. Are you, are you bringing it back with a Cowboy then when you have four Niners? I mean, just basically and load up on this game. I would, I would do it that way, or I could also do it like where you play this as an onslaught, and I bang out two other from another favorite environment, such as Miles Sanders plus Dallas Goddard, or like, which is obviously not possible in this build, but just in general. Right. Are these all going to be your teams? Uh, here <laughs> yep. <John>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two percent. <laughs> is it? We're still at one sixty nine. What? What is that? It's four teams of yours. Yeah, what you're gonna have to start doing is doing that, but doing Iuke instead of one of those and taking your detour yeah. up there. Yeah, good call. Uh, let me go back. Yeah, there's a lot of fun yeah. things to think through in these in these games and. I think it's more fun to think through in a portfolio standpoint too, like the way you, that you can build out like a structured portfolio in terms of like where your exploitation over the field is like some weeks for me, it'll be in roster construction. Some weeks in me, it'll be one isolated game. Some weeks it'll be one isolated player where I think the yeah. 106 should be the 101 and I get over the field that regard. So it changes week to week. It's, it's, it's a beautiful game to play. I, I really enjoy doing like two teams, but not from the same game with the thought that the bringbacks are overused and it's maybe a mm-hmm. little harder with only six roster spots to like overstack a game and get an edge. Whereas mm-hmm. like just onslaughting two teams, I seem to like how those look and I feel like they're relatively unique. Yeah. It's yeah. extremely viable this week with how concentrated just everything running back and everyone's just like, it has to be like, if you're not just fully onslaughting it, um, people are just loving the, minis just mini up do a little or mini run a run back um i think we definitely probably want pollard here right yeah i mean yeah i i think it's the most logical but then you run yourself into a problem where what what do you do with the other what do you do with the other piece oh he just went 
Yeah, I think went. Pollard or Pacheco. I think Pacheco has pretty nice upside against the Jags. Yeah, I the think the problem is, is if we plus... wanted. Oops. No, you're good. You're good. If you yeah, went yeah, Pacheco it. plus Juju, and then that whole game funnels yes. through that, and then that that would kind of be the alternative. Now that you've gone this yeah. way, you can go with like Gallup, T. Hilton, T. Y. Hilton, or yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, just Pacheco's... grab. Uh, Pretty for now, but Pacheco's ADP versus McKinnon's right now is the one thing I'm just looking at per projections that it's just telling me it's it's just wrong. Um, I know once we get out there and he has two passing touchdowns, it's just gonna be like, well, there it is again. You know what I mean? Like but, yeah. eight yards. But I, I looked it up and it's like, or I'm I'm looking at a combo ceiling I have and it's 16 to 18 versus what is it like? Yeah, ADP 16 just barely being Pacheco's being drafted only 66% of the time in ours. So versus McKinnon, who's always going, um, mm-hmm. that just seems like a fun way to leverage Casey builds until yeah. nothing funnels through Pacheco. So, <laughs> yeah, you basically try to get the first half hero for the chiefs and then Pacheco as the second half hero and just try to capture it all that way. Mm-hmm. Pete, Pete's so resistant to Brock Purdy until now. I mean, when you start a draft with CMC, Debo, George Kittle, you don't choose Brock Purdy. Brock <laughs> Purdy chooses you. <laughs> oh, man. Just imagine. So the one, the one wrinkle in these phones. that's really fun is we've been having the – we had it yesterday. Um, Joe Burrow has just been falling yeah. over and over. Um, like to the point where he's gone undrafted sometimes. Uh, you can Why? see, yeah, he's only drafted 99% of the time or something like that. Maybe people are really spooked about the, old uh, or maybe it fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was probably a bug, but yeah, he like, he would, then there was times where he would go undrafted. There was people were faced with like, do you take naked burrow at this last pick here? Or do you take a Dak Prescott type? Um, there was a t- time where a guy had Jamar chase set up perfectly for a burrow. And he said, you know what? No, let me take Brock Purdy instead. And we're, we're left in the dust. Um, so that's been one interesting thing. Projections will tell you that, I mean, Daniel Jones has a higher ceiling versus, so it's like his ADP started at what? Like six, John. Yeah. Drastically fallen, but still he's like you said, when we, when we would just line up a, a Bengal, like if you line up a Bengal early, you're going to have a, a shot at Joe Burrow, like more often than not. Yeah, I like Gallup here. Gallup yeah. here, yeah. You're unique enough. This one conversation we had a little bit of today where you're unique enough in your structure right now that you don't have to galbrain the last wide receiver. Yeah. The um the thing of, that's so interesting about the Burrow ADP in Royale relative to in these returns mm. is like, the, so basically the market is saying, we think the Bengals are going to advance uh, or have a really good chance to advance, but we just think they're going to only score 14 points this week. <laughs> like, is, is that yeah. what the market says? Yeah, yeah. there's no the, – the way that they're not so in lockstep is, like, really bizarre to me. Because if well, you just... were treating – if you were treating them how they're treating Bur- Burrow, the logical thing would be, like, Burrow should be going closer to where Dak is going. Yes. And yes. the returns. Like, that gap mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Well, it just shows you how how – much we're tethered to ADP in these structures, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is that is really – so you think it just – it starts there somehow and gets anchored? Or is is there actually yeah. – Numi, or uh, Nez, you said that there's lots of people worried about the offensive line. Is that chatter going around? Definitely. Definitely. With with three starting offensive linemen out, I think, and and just like the, the way that everyone has always thought that the Bengals line – I mean, the Bengals line is objectively bad, even though – 
Burrow has done a lot in his own power to kind of limit like the sacks and the pressures, but with three offensive linemen out, yeah, people are scared. And in mm-hmm. Buffalo, a little bit of weather. Um, there's some, mm-hmm. there's some FUD. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, fellas, uh, this was fun. Um, I, you know, I got to go you know, shake Pete? off some, some big mitt and rust and just kind of get my head straight so I can fire at this, you know, before lock, before they launch big mitten, uh, return 69, uh, tomorrow morning. <laughs> Do you guys you guys had a show earlier today? Are you guys having any other shows before playoff contest lock? Not in the not in so. the plans. No. Not in the plans. We yeah. like to keep our weekends <laughs> try try to at least. Right. But uh we'll we'll see. I don't know. If I run hot, we might have to do something. Wow, there you go. <laughs> uh Numi, any any final takes for these battle royales uh this week? Uh don't send me a screenshot of the lineup because all the lineups look good. okay i don't want to see a screen i want to see a screenshot i'm literally there's a challenge i want to do and it's just send me your send find the grossest lineup that you think is like yeah like feasible because i'm tired of seeing oh look at this it's like cool i'll go draft (laughs) that right now awesome (laughs) your screenshot does nothing for me (laughs) i love how you are already uh bitter about these newbie do you are you going to get a tweet out to mush uh who are you going to mush this week because you were talking oh, shit man. about all of know. our backdoor Jag stacks. And uh, <laughs> now we're all in the second round. Dude, that was hilarious. I was just, I'm just sitting there enjoying the guy. Like I have Jags too. And I'm just like, how are they looking? I didn't even mean it anyway. The amount of people. No, no, no. That, that was at 20. That, I, I tweeted a quote to the big cat, Barstool big cat. He's like, mm-hmm. I, I, he literally put like a clause. Like I'm tweeting this as they're down 27 to zero and he's thrown his fourth pick. Like, so if you come back and quote tweet this, you look bad. And I'm just like, everyone's just funneling through. I'm just like, do you not know when I, at the time that this tweet went out? Like, oh, good. I'm getting it from, I'm still getting people liking that, like here and there and like a comment the next, like, oh, it's unreal. Don't get dunked yeah. on by Pete. That's the lesson. I know. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad Pete could get a little, little, uh, little like there and a little clout. That was awesome. It just, they just kept, they kept, they kept rolling in. They kept rolling in. I, I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. I'm trying to find it on your timeline. I can't find it anymore. I think you might have deleted it. No, no, I didn't delete it. I, never, I don't delete anything. I'm not one of those. You can go find it. It's it's hilarious. Like the the, the ratio. Oh, blows, here we go. Here uh, we would go. come out. Would come out and play. Like it's it's, it's no. Quite- it, it, the thing was too is it like. It literally just the way I I just used the home feed. Like I wasn't even on your profile. It just like launched it. It, first... thing. it was right after they won. I was like, oh, poor newbie just got freezing. I like the dude that my... commented uh that commented Numi's a clown. And I and I liked it right away. And all of a sudden you're like, oh Numi's good. And he just he deletes the tweet right away. I'm just like, no, no, keep it up. I'm good. I'm a clown. Like it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Do you, out. you have it too? Oh my god. Oh, uh, uh, all right. That was, uh, that was good, Davis. Any any final hot takes from you? Uh, I can't we we got to figure just... out what we, you don't want to figure out our NFFFC team. Well, I literally got to go and take care of a child, but I do okay. want to huddle with you about our NFFC okay. team. We will do that. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I got I got nothing, man. I just need a couple million dollars if any of these gambling sites <laughs> want, want to figure out a way to get that money into my, my bank account. <laughs> I genuinely hope you ship one of these tournaments with a Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy start, and it will make, uh, <laughs> that'll be I'll such be, good content. That'll be extremely good content. I'm going to go. You would parade probably a go, just fucking sipping my ties on an Island uh, with your, well, I don't think, I don't think winning uh, the mitten returns again, harder than ever back with the Benson three <laughs> yeah. is going to get me there. Harder. 
<laughs> you guys are sick. You act like I'm trying to get out of a show I've been doing for two hours and ten minutes. <laughs> GA will let you have it, man. Yeah, Paul G- and GA are out at me right now, just going nuts. Like, GA yeah. already hung out for an hour and a half with us, too. This guy's putting in a four-hour shift, too. Yeah, go see your family. She's sick. I don't think he misses a show. I don't think get he's it, missed get one Get a job, show. bro. Get a job. <laughs> uh, all right. Appreciate you guys. Good luck this weekend. Check out the Badge Bros. Check out Davis Maddock on Twitter. Come hang out with us in the Deposit Kingdom if you guys want to see some of those combinatorial ownership spreadsheets, all of that. It is pinned in the Badge Bros. We will see you guys at the top of the leaderboards. We all need to collectively chip away at Karain. We'll see you guys on Monday.